Thanks so much for downloading the Have A Word podcast. We really appreciate it. This is the public episode. goes out every Monday. Did you know we do an extra episode? comes out every Wednesday. It's the Patreon exclusive. So to become a patron, to essentially subscribe to the podcast, you can do it from as little as £3 a month. Once you signed up, you will get the early release of the public episode. At least 24 hours early, you'll get to watch it in video form. You can also get discounts on merch, discounts on future live shows. There's loads of extra little weird stuff we put on there. But the big one is the extra episode every week in video and audio form it's like an hour and a half long recently and it's some of our favorite podcasting it's sponsor free we don't have adverts on it it's just me and adam really letting it loose because it's just for the patrons it doesn't go out on the normal internet and honestly we've looked around at what other comedians and other podcasts are putting out on their patreon this is one of the best deals in a patreon game for the equivalent of basically buying me or adam a pint to say thanks for the pod you get all of this shit sign up at patreon Patreon.com slash have a word pod. Really appreciate it. Now, I'm getting the word nuts. Oh, you think darkness is your ally? You merely adopted the dark. I was born in it, molded by it. Who the fuck is that guy? Have you never seen me before? When she picked up every time she started to talk, give her the dick. Disgusting! She'll be like, hello. What? Oh, what, what, what I'm doing? This when you get it. What I'm doing? So nothing. Coming to you from the soon-to-be world-famous Habawad Studios, hidden away in the scenic hills of sunny Rancon, England. These are the funniest leads in the podcast game. Adam Rowe, Dan Nightingale, and Sensei Carl, with full HD video episodes on YouTube. Cha! Upset me! Don't be a rat. Download, subscribe, and tell a friend. It's the one and only Habawad. <laughs> go then i can't see the screen oh I need to lift screen lift screen i want to see myself I want to see pod bay i want to see mirror he injured we need to check on him i've time. had such a weird week man you know it's happened before it looks like it what it's a visual i'm talking about my instagram being hacked <laughs> fucking nightmare mate this is what happens when his instagram gets hacked he starts self-harming by the way to all of our because obviously quite a lot of our podcast listeners already know that I dislocated my shoulder the other day. To the amount of people who made the same, oh, were you wanking joke? Suck your mum. And to all the professional comedians who see someone in an audience with a bandage on their arm and go, ah, should I do a wanking joke? Yeah, I'm going to do a wanking joke. Be better. Be better at your job. Oh, okay. no. Do you know what? You deserve it. Take the tap in. You're playing jonglers, <laughs> even though it's gone now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind it's happening. He's wanking. You know. <laughs> 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 no, but in all seriousness, was it wanking? It wasn't. I literally, I woke up with me arm, this arm behind me head. <laughs> Can I just say, I did really want to hear the story. I'm so glad I played sad story, but it makes it really hard not to find it. Put it going. Start again. Oh, okay, Carl, could you pass me a pillow? Nice. I want to show you how I sleep because I sleep quite weird. What? I sleep weird. 
Sort of. But like lying down. I mean, you said before in the pod that it's naked, isn't it? Sometimes. I wasn't naked this time. So, like, imagine this he arm. He loves the podcast so much, he sleeps with a branded pillow. Imagine this arm is this arm. Right? Just expand your mind. <laughs> I can right. do it. So, I sleep on the other side, but I sleep like that. <laughs> right? So. <laughs> is that what you saw when you were banging your bird? And you just look. <laughs> oh, my God. You're that out, girl. You're single, you say. <laughs> So I sleep like that, and the other day, I woke up, and I was in that position with this arm, but my arm was like above my head, and as I moved it, like away from above my head, like down that way, so shot away from above your head, so it was like that. So it was like that, and I just went like that. Yeah. But as I did that, it just rolled out of the socket. <sighs> How does that happen medically? I don't Because I've got a gammy shoulder. Oh, okay. Um... And I couldn't fucking move from one kitten. Sorry, go on. Go on. <laughs> Am I been wanking in my sleep above my head? Ah! No, you don't wank in your Woo! sleep. Um, <laughs> so I uh... <laughs> imagine if you did though. Imagine if you know, like sleep. I have had a sleep wank before. You surely not. I have. Well, what if you've had like a sleep murder? You know what I mean? Like, oh, sorry, there's bodies everywhere, but I'm like this. Get a little bit stabby in my sleep, you know? I reckon a good lawyer could get you off of that. Not I, I sleep could. eat. I sleep eat. You sleep eat? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. No. <laughs> <laughs> what does. do you do? Sleep cook as well? No, so, like, say, like... <laughs> Carl, get out of the kitchen! <laughs> never, honestly, never wake him when he's so- cooking <laughs> because he'll go crazy, plus you'll not get your Some meal. Some people do, though. My cousin Casey knocked on her next-door neighbours once with a banana sandwich that she's made in her sleep. Go ahead, go for it. Go for it. How can it not be? <laughs> I'm not, mate. I'm How not. can that not be bullshit, but I've got a... I had to. I had a responsibility to the listeners, no, to the it watchers. No, true, though. If there's food in it's the... actually if true. If there's food in the... Like, say, like, do you get, like, snacks? Yeah. Like, watch, like, Netflix with your partner? Say, like... <laughs> right. Say, like, like, or on your own. It's all right, Ben. <laughs> say, like, there's a, I don't know, a box of cookies or whatever on the side. If I fall asleep, <laughs> I will wake up and they are gone. Right. Sleep is like a box of chocolate. <laughs> Every night before I go to bed, I just uh, bedside table, earplugs, bottle of water, the recent John Grisham crime thriller, and a box of cookies, because I'm a big fat fuck. Mm, I love courtroom drama. He's the fattest non-fat person I know. <laughs> you're fat, but you look like you should be, but you're not. Yeah, all right. Um, so I was sleeping like that, and I rolled in it. Bed cookies. But I have bed wanked before. I have slept wanked. But anyway, that's right, okay. It's another day. That's another. Come on, um, serious now. Rolled out, and I literally, it was, it was in more pain than it was the first time I did it. Get, like, when was the first time? Boxing Day, twenty eighteen. Now, granted, that night I was absolutely hammered, so maybe that was numbing the pain a bit. Um, right. But literally, so my arms like, we'll put slide that photo in that you put in the um. If you want to see some real behind-the-scenes stuff, there's a video exclusively on Patreon about this, but we'll put a little bit in here. So my arms laid that out... my daughter has watched several times and did a copy video of. Yeah, very funny. She fucking loved it. Do you know what's really funny? Right, so I woke up. I couldn't... So everything's mirrored, so it's on that side, obviously. Couldn't move even... If I moved my fingers like this, like that, yeah. it felt like someone was... Like, yeah, yeah. Sta- I couldn't move at all. I'm so lucky that I sleep on, like, the my left side of the bed. So the, this side of the bed is empty. So my arm was on there. And I have my phone here. If I was on the other side, 
Mate, so annoying. Sorry, it's just my Speaking of phones, my we are now sponsored by the Nokia 33, blah, 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 I blah, know, blah, it's blah, my blah. pregnant wife, like, oh, I'm needy. Can't be certain, really, but. By the way, have you just told everyone? Oh. He's having a puppy! Anyway, more important things. My shoulder. Laura, we've decided to tell everyone early. Cunty way to steal my podcast thunder. Oh, you got a shoulder, have you? Having baby number two. Ha ha! Top Trump's motherfucker. Well, your shoulder is fucked, but my dick and balls working just fine. <laughs> Congratulations, mate. Hang on, let's get. <laughs> no more sleep for such a long time. This is. What did you do since you didn't have a baby? I started a fucking hit podcast. What you gonna do now? Pray to God. <laughs> oh, what a way to. Uh, now that's why you should put your phone on uh, flight mode. Okay, Laura. <laughs> everybody knows. A little bit early. You were gonna tell people about. You've people told were working it out. People yeah, were working because you're not fucking subtle. So me and Laura the other day, we had to go to the hospital. Not in serious, she's fine. And then later that night, she was having a non-alcoholic beer. Not in serious, it's fine. And everyone's like, "You having a baby, aren't you?" It's loads of people guess it. All the all the women, all the wise women are like, yeah. "Oh, there's women who knew before you knew." There's twenty. There's twenty. Women year old have lives. like a little fucking. They're all like antennas and they're all connected. They're it like was, radios. Women. It was on. Pa- it was on the Patreon episode, and all like you know, like Janet and like all the. Jillies are like, well, I sense something is going on. Loads of 22-year-olds are like, yeah, fucking hell, lad. Tell her to bang you. What the fuck's that about? <laughs> it's fucking bullshit. Let her fucking... Yeah, all the women were like, I know. Right, we'll come back to that. Let's deal with this because this is, you it's know... house. I'm lucky that I sleep with my phone on my left-hand side because if it was on my right, I had no chance of reaching it. So I rang him. You. It was that bad that you were like this... If your phone had been over, if your phone had been on that side, you you literally would not have been able to get it. I couldn't move no, an couldn't, inch. You literally couldn't move an inch without screaming. That's not that's not hyperbole. I couldn't move without screaming. Like and I mean like harrowing screams. And I was what's happening like right. So if you could go and get a uh, these new <laughs> microphones, <laughs> the way you left the answer phone, you were like Dan, I <laughs> okay. We're just gonna have to put on the podcast stuff. We just it put a pause time. it for two hours. Sorry. <laughs> we're going to have to pause it for two hours. It was that bad. I knew it was bad, but I've never felt pain like it. Like, literally, unbearable. So I rang him, and he didn't answer. Were you at footy, or were you just, like, getting a shower or something? Uh, no, I was off mum in the garden. So no answer from him, no answer from me dad, and they're the two people who live closest. So then I rang Paul Smith, who lives about half an hour away from me, he lives in Prescott, and in traffic, it's a 25-minute drive. So I was like, lads... What are you up to? He's like, I've got George. Now, George is his autistic son. Um, yeah. So I'm looking after George there, and I was like, I've woke up. I can't fucking move an inch, and I don't know what to do. I really don't know what to do. Also, uh, I said that lad, last night, so it was like 2 o'clock in the morning, and I heard a noise at my front door. So I grabbed my baseball bat and stood there for a minute in case anyone come in, and then I got my key, and I put it in the back of the door, because I was like, you know, even if fucking... Jade's got a key cut and fucking sent it to someone like go and rob Adam and murder him it'll be dead funny like 
rational break, thinking there break up revenge even if they've got a key can't get in now <laughs> yeah because <Right? laughs> yeah. when a murderer's coming round <laughs> to murder someone on commission from an ex they're like yeah there's got a knife and the gun and oh clever <laughs> the other keys in the door <laughs> oh touche sir <laughs> <laughs> so I'd left the key in so I was like Paul even if I could move enough to throw you the key out the window or you had a spare key <laughs> You can't get in. Right? You just can't get in. So he was like, Don't worry, I'm on my way. I was like, You're going to have to like try and break in. By the time he got there, he'd rang me back and said, What's up? And I was like, I told him. And he came running around. And I was like, You're going to have to jump into the oh, back garden. I'd love to see you run around. Some people live <laughs> in it. Afraid to step into the light. Here comes a fat guy who's not fat. Some people <laughs> live. Fucking chomping his breakfast cookies. His little- <laughs> Straight off the bedside table, like Adam, I'm coming for you, lad. <laughs> we'll fix your shoulder and I'll shave your back. <laughs> so I said to Carl, I was like, Look, the front door, you can't get in. I've got no way of getting your key. I said, But me back, I've got sliding patio doors. Right? What? <laughs> I honestly you feel like. I was going to ask him to smash me back doors. Yeah. <laughs> He were building up to you going like honestly I told him you have to smash me back door in um, so I've got sliding patio doors what are you looking at I've got a notification that I've got ADHD yeah if you've got a pregnant someone that's going to be a fucking weird phone call isn't it oh no she's not pregnant she's just pissing weird um, so <laughs> snap monkey you know massive fucking dick would have been bigger if I didn't have that operation when I was nine anyway um <laughs> What are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing with our lives? I was like, I'm going to be a dad again. <laughs> How are you going to feed your child? This bullshit. <laughs> By talking about Adam's dick. Um, <laughs> you literally f- pay for food for your child by me talking about my penis. Have you ever yeah. about that? Yeah. Never thought, it's quite... So your dick feeds my child. Is that the rhetoric you're yeah. trying to... Okay. <laughs> Well, I'll see everyone in court. <laughs> if it weren't for my dick, your child be going hungry. <laughs> child, upset me, nasty bitch. They're literally... Disgusting! Isn't enough buttons on this. How? Right. Mama like that. Mama like that. <laughs> God, I hope Laura doesn't... I hope my wife does not watch this episode. <sighs> She's going to be like, oh, today was really weird. I wouldn't. I made the joke. How did you make this? The jo- you made it again worse. <laughs> like, I just heard the joke. And then you were like, yeah, I'll tell you, have you seen it from this angle? <laughs> that was like the worst material workshop I've ever been involved in. <laughs> right, so I'm at your back door. So, I've got sliding patio doors now. They've been a bit dodgy. Sure, might work it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hello. Oh, hello. They've been a bit dodgy for a while. So, like... You know on a sliding patio door You'd have the little clicky thing on the handle Yeah That doesn't work And you know the two nubs that you put in at the side Nubs? The little boop, boop. You know those buttons that you press on a patio door Like You slid the door And then on the right hand uh, side Yes yes, yes bu- yeah, 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 yeah. So a little noncy little Yeah So the only way my back door's locked And this is changing very soon So don't try and rob me Is uh, I just have one of them pushed in Right So I went to him Look If you're fucking raggy you'll be able to rag me back door off its hinges. So Ooh. you're just going to have to come and do that. So he comes around, <laughs> my neighbour helps him climb into my back garden. <laughs> Why does he all sound like gay euphemism? <laughs> you have to rag it. You have to rag my back door off, lads. <laughs> my na- you, oh. So my neighbour 
is is watching him literally and I can hear it I'm in bed can't move an inch like struggling to not wail in bed at one point I did scream didn't I and he rang me and went was that you I was like yes it's me there's not another man screaming in my house so I was like I'm listening to him then Paul turns up I was was trying to pull it off the inches for 15-20 minutes and then Paul turns (laughs) up and Paul's a big lad like fucking arms what's going on Paul's hench as fuck so he tries to have a go and it's just it's just not fucking moving. So my na- Paul asked my neighbour for a hammer. The, ta- the time between Paul getting the hammer in his hand and the window being smashed was about three seconds. <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't fucking wait. So Paul... Yeah, because like, he's been working out, hasn't he? And he can't actually kill someone. Mm. No, but I, he can I, smash a... Lot. I had such a funny thought, though. What? So the majority of what went on was happening in the back garden. My neighbour in the back garden, Carl in the back garden... Paul grabbed the hammer, ran round the front, and smashed the window in. And I'm just thinking, imagine if you're one of my neighbours, right? And you're just looking out the window going, fucking someone breaking into our, our, our neighbour's house there. Isn't... Is that Paul Smith? <laughs> <laughs> What's Paul Smith doing? Smashing windows in with hammers? Well, oh, I've run... heard of joke theft, but I didn't <laughs> think it was that physical. Like... I ran after him and went, are in, lad? And he went, yeah. And just fucking ran in the house. So you ran upstairs. Don't you worry, it's gonna be okay. Paul got off because his little one was in the car. Yeah, he had to leave the baby in the car. Oh, he just came round for the muscle. Hammer, smash, childcare. So him and Paul (laughs) in my room, and Paul was like, yeah, you fucked it. And he had a look at my shoulder, he was like, yeah, it's out. Right. And then he went, Paul went, do you want me to put it back in? Nope. And I went, not, not, I don't know. And he went, just let me do it. Just let me put it back in. Has he ever done it before? Have you ever seen me before? Have you ever seen me before? Cha! Cha! You hurt me! Nasty bitch! <laughs> Pulled my arm off! <laughs> There's a chance with old Muscle Hamster that he gets a little bit like, you know. Well, he's got a similar problem. Oh. He's right. just come out and he knows how to put it back in. That's what you do weights for, innit? Just be like, ah, my shoulder. <sighs> fucking put it back in. If you were Russian, you'd put your own shoulder back in. Fucking pussy. <laughs> so he went, look. I went, lad, it's going to hurt too much. And he went, it's, ju- it's just ripping the plaster off. You're just going to have to do it. He went, get a pillow. So Carl handed me a pillow. A this, is, this is the gayest conversation oh. without it meaning to be. It's it going, hasn't got anywhere near the gayest. It's going to get gayer. Wow. I think so, this is a really convoluted way of you coming out. <laughs> <laughs> so, Carl gave me a pillow no, no, no. for me to bite on. <laughs> <laughs> Please to, don't know context scre- that one. He gave, he gave me a pillow to scream into so that, like, the pain from the thrusting. Oh, no. <laughs> don't lean and into it. That's so what he I, said. Put your arm out. Don't like hurt that. me, please. So, literally, Paul went, right, I'm going to do it. You ready? And I went, yeah. yeah. And he went, and I went, no! <laughs> he literally went, and I went, no! No, 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 not happening. And he went, the, this is all the ambulance is going to do anyway. And I was like, yeah, but they're going to film me with fucking drugs first. So, I'll wait for them. So he went, right, and Carl went, right, Paul, you can get off, lad. I'll just wait for him, for the ambulance. Great. We got told, like, up to four hours for an ambulance, right? So, uh, what? Yeah. Up to four hours. Ooh. Unless he's sick. No, so I rang the ambulance, and he went, it's up to four hours, unless his, uh, unless he changes, like, his condition changes. So we said, just ring back and say I'm, like, nearly dead or something. No, you, you said, what? they said if I was sick to ring them back. So I, rang so back. I went, ring them back and tell them I've been sick. Right, all right, through the pain. Yeah, and he went, well, what if they get here and there's no sick here? I was like, do you think they're just going to pack up all the stuff and go, no, backs of the queue. Just w- paramedics walking. <laughs> <laughs> no one has vomited here. I was like, I'll tell them I swallowed it or something. Um, 
But then they said they said it'll still be it's could, so graphic. It could it? still be a couple of hours. And I so the night before Liverpool played Arsenal, he come round to ours. My cousin come round, and I had four bottles of Heineken, right? Uh, and then I went. Sh- I was going straight to bed, but I was like trying to be good. I was like, uh, I'll I'll have two pints of water before bed. Yeah. Because then even if I feel a little bit groggy after beers, that'll be gone with the hydration. Great. I didn't have a wee before bed. So when I woke up, and this is now like an hour and a half later, I was absolutely dying for a piss. Like dying for a piss, right? And I went, Carl, I don't know what to do, lad, but I need a wee. And he went, fucking, I'll get you a bottle and I'm not being in the room when you do it. So he went and got me a bottle. I took my undies off and I tried to get, like, it's very hard to piss into a bottle of Cherry Pepsi Max when you've only got one arm. (laughs) Because you've got to try and hold your dick and yeah. direct your foreskin like a, like a she-wee into, into the top of the bottle. But I just couldn't manoeuvre both without... I was going to piss all over the bed. So I was like, look, I can't do it. I'm just going to have to wait. Huh. And then he went, right, the ambulance will be here soon. And I was like, Carl, you're going to have to put me undies on. You took his undies off for the piss. I took me his undies off so I could have a wee. So Carl, um, I had to just hold me dick and balls and hide it. Um, I had to dress him And Carl put me undies and my socks on There goes my hero And He's out of never You fucking a hero Can I just say Everyone wants a best mate like you I'm not sure what yeah, he's doing the one who dresses yeah And then films it <laughs> <laughs> Yeah Puts it on Patreon And accounts for about 40 sign-ups So Fucking legend He, he said he'll hold his dick and balls So I've got to Put his pants on from his legs, so I lift his legs up, put them on. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I've done ma- it to my three-year-old. Yeah, man's, yeah. <laughs> a man's area. Oh, emanates heat. Oh, he. Yeah, of course he does. So I didn't tell you this, but when I went there, my hands got dead warm. Ah, oh, oh, like yeah. fire. Like a. P- Mama like that? No, Mama. she does not. So I, can, I can feel. His mother does. I can feel the heat of your fucking testicles on the back of my hands. Still, you can still feel it on your hands now. You can't wash it off. Yeah. Like fucking Macbeth. <laughs> Mac Dick. Yeah, everyone's thinking Macbeth. Everyone was thinking, yeah, that's a Macbeth reference. There. So there's a video. Of this and like we can't put the video on this. If you want to see the no, video, no, hang on. There's not a video of your underpants being. No, put no, no. Back on. The next bit. <laughs> Good God, because that's going on OnlyFans. That's not. On <laughs> Do you like seeing hairy Albanian men be dressed by their fucking trans- Transylvanian fucking friend? The the video of this is on Patreon. I'm not putting it out publicly because I just don't want it to be available for the public to put on Twitter and shit. It's for behind a it's paywall. For the good eggs. Only. Yeah, it's for yeah, the good yeah. eggs. We waited two hours for the ambulance, by the way. Two yeah. hours of pain. Mm-hmm. That's when I was like, oh, can we get these microphones? You were like, lads. I could hear it in your voice. You were like... <laughs> Okay, Dan. <laughs> I've had a medical emergency. Could you shut the fuck up? So I had a bag of frozen peas on my shoulder. Put friends on the telly. Put friends oh, on. Oh, yeah. What, what about laughing? I suppose when, you, when you've seen every episode 73 times. No, I was giggling away. Like, and it was it was in and out of pain. Do you know what I mean? Um, you put a, should have just put As long as I wasn't moving, yeah. the pain was like a six. If I moved, it went straight to a ten. Really, really bad. And then uh, the paramedics turned up. She was dead sad. She's called Joan, and she knew me from stand. She watches me stand up videos. Hi, Joe. Um, she was dead sad, wasn't she? Yeah, she was great. And she goes, right, listen. She's dead scouts as well. She's like, listen, right. This is gas and air, and this is what we give to women giving birth. So you think that's bad? I'm telling you right now, it's fucking ten percent of giving birth. So this is gonna be fucking great. Good luck, Laura. So I was like, okay, sound. 
I was like, I'm just worried about like getting dizzy. And I went, you will. But as soon as you take it out, it you, you come back down quite quickly. So you just need to keep blowing on it. So I was I was blowing quite hard. And then she went to move me and it had done. I was high as fuck. Like I say, there's a video. Go and check it out if you haven't already. Can I do the impression of you on the gas and air? <laughs> sure. You, were, you had it and you were... It, I thought you'd fucked with the video to make it funny. I thought you'd slowed it down. It sounded like, you know, do you ever... When someone's been fiddled and they do like a... Like a, like they're a witness, but they're oh, on a TV program. Crime watch, crime watch. Yeah, like a crime watch, and like, yeah, the guy came up to me, and uh, he got his knob out, and it was just near Dixon's, and uh, I don't want to be named for legal reasons, but uh, yeah, I didn't want to see a dick, and now I can't sleep at night, and and I haven't bought a telly in five years, you know, because he did, he got his dick out near Dixon's. I, it sounded like that. He sounded all like. Have you got this when you've eaten too it's much? It's really, really deep like that. It was Bane. Everything's right? wavy. That's why you made me do the Bane impression. Yeah. You think darkness is shit all right? You think. That was deep. You the, the dark. That's Bane I when he's had the Rona. I was born in it. I think by I was born in a respirator. It was like Frank Bruno and Brian Blessed. Have you. Brian Bruno, it was. Have you ever eaten too much banana? No. Have you ever eaten too much banana? And it looks a bit like, oh, I got banana in my voice. Have you ever done that? <laughs> don't, I, you, don't you die if you eat too much banana? I, no, I meant, I'm, I'm not saying like 82 bananas, oh. like, well, fucking hell, I'm full of potassium. I mean, if you just chomp like a couple of mouthfuls too much banana, Stuck. it just weirdly affects your throat. Oh, and you're it's like, like when you have oh, a, I've got banana breath. A hot chip. No, it's like when you have um, bread that's got no butter on, when it hasn't got the lube on. Mm. That is a fatter person thing to say than him having fucking bedside table biscuits. No, but have you never had like a bacon sandwich from like a yes. Starbucks or something? There's no, there's no lube on it. You're absolutely right, but no one in their right <laughs> fucking mind calls <laughs> butter <laughs> bread lube. Bread lube. <laughs> bread. Bre- oh, I just I love bread, but I, I need a bit of butter. <laughs> Baby bird it, and you can't even like. You're like weird. fucking hell, John. The bread stuck. Like you can't even have oh, a glass of water to swash it down because there's no room for the water to go. No, it just like fills your neck up. <laughs> just get that lube on. <laughs> Need that Millennium bread lube. Yeah, got a KY don't, jelly on you. Don't buddy. mix that up with a with a lady friend. Like, oh, I'm feeling frisky, but I'm dry as a bone, Adam. Do you know what I mean? Don't worry, babe. I've Flora. got the hair pack. <laughs> It's vegan. Steve Coogan used to have a character, and it was way, way, way back. It was two gay guys, and it was sort like that. Like, oh, my boyfriend was round the other night, and we ran out of loom. So, yeah, I just used the utterly butterly, but it had a load of toast crumbs in it. But <laughs> <laughs> it got toast crumbs in his ass. So, um, imagine now you're a single man putting your life back together, brave young soul. Imagine if there'd been a uh, some babe. Some hot babe, future Mrs. Rody, had been lying there, and she like woken up, and she was in like the crook of your arm, <laughs> like that was amazing last night, Adam. I didn't even know I could come out of my nostrils. You know what I mean? <laughs> you gave me all the Rody, Mama like that. Mama like Mama that. Like that. Oh, you just sneezed, girl. And no, then- <laughs> no. <laughs> felt fucking amazing. No, you're a sex god. No, I think you've got allergies, duck. <laughs> <laughs> That's me potted plants. I need more of your roadie. You need antihistamine. <laughs> Imagine if she'd been there and you'd woken up and gone to kiss her and gone, Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Eleni! Shut the fuck up! Don't even look at me! 
<laughs> I need my best mate to smash me back door in. <laughs> oh, God. Um, she called Joan a rat. I did call Joan a rat because Joan was a rat. She's funny. She was laughing at you. Because I was high on fucking gas and air. And uh, then I said something and made myself laugh. And it made me scream in pain. And she ran out the room laughing. What, while he was a paramedic ran out of the bedroom laughing and left me with a load of drugs because you were there on gas and <laughs> oh my god it's fucking got this in a job <laughs> and then you went do you do this like a like a fucking shisha pipe do they do it in flavours get vanilla and fucking smash it it was so funny that's why she laughed because you were doing shtick while you were high as fuck you'd be great on drugs I've said it before I'll say it again I watched that video and my, my daughter was like oh my god what's wrong with Adam and I was like oh he's just he's all silly he's taking sillier and I was thinking I'd love to get fucked up with Adam he'd be great on mushrooms MDMA. he was lying there like in agony and both the paramedics started flirting with me do you remember that yeah I said, yeah, I'd love Oh air. my God, aren't you fucking go? And he's going, he's going, hello. <laughs> he's like, oh, leave him. Never mind him. Um, oh, so funny, Adam. After the gas and air, she tried to move me. And it, I was like, it's done. Fuck all, Joan. Like, it, the pain's exactly the same. I went, you're going to have to give me morphine. She was like, I've got some morphine, but it's heavy just to move you into the ambulance morphine, you know? And I was like, well, it took 20 milligrams to move it last time. They gave me two at a time and it took like nine, nine or 11 it was. Um, and she went, right, well, we'll start you off with five. And she gave me five milligrams. And then, like, a minute later, they tried to move me. And I went, no. And she went, let's just try and lift you up. And she lifted me up. I screamed, didn't I? And the second I sat up, it went back in. It just went back into its socket. Oh, really? Went straight back in. And she went, but now you've had morphine. I've got to take you to the hospital. Oh, so you'd... Accidentally, you'd been cured. Yeah, well, she said that when she was first treating me. She was like, often, by the time we sit you up, it can slip back in. Um, but you might want to get it checked anyway. And I got there, they didn't even check me for like morphine and seeing how I was. They were just like, they x rayed me. They went, yeah, it's gone back in. They made me do a few exercises. Like, um, they made me prove I could do that. How's that feel? It's uncomfortable, but it's not like unbearable. So you're wearing that to stop it clicking out? No, it's I'm not because you're wearing this because, like, they've told me to essentially. They just went, just wear this for, so I can't drive. Like, he's driven us over today. Right. Um, for a week. So, so I'm going out day drinking on Saturday, so... Yeah, she'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> just, no, I'm not going to wear it Saturday. You don't, <laughs> you don't even have to, like, lift your arm. You can just grab the strap. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, basically, by the time you are in hospital, you were fine. Laura's like, is he all right? I was like, yeah. it sounds completely fine. Yeah, it sounds. K-Kid, comic who's going to come on this very soon, um, FaceTime me. He was like, what have you done? Just talking to him. Um, and then, yeah... They, they x-rayed me they made me do a few of that and then they said the fracture clinic will ring you by next Monday and they rang me the next day they rang me yesterday and they were like uh, so we're going to send you to Broad Green it should be between four and six weeks you'll see an orthopaedic specialist um, we're going to book you in for some physio but the likelihood is that you probably need a bit of surgery but it could be up to a year before you get it yeah it's not an easy time to get surgery just now is it like everything's a bit backlogged I do feel like my shoulder is more important than a lot of people's nans though <clears throat> yeah <laughs> We have a sponsor now from uh, <laughs> Age Concern. Uh, but they said, like, how do you sleep? That that's right. I do that too. So you sleep, you sleep like that, like on your back, on your side, on my side, with like. I'm a commando sleeper. I sleep on my front. I can't sleep on my back. I have to be. You sleep face down. I have. To, I'm like that. 
literally like I'm ready to just fucking you know like you know when you see those adverts for the marines and there's the fucking net like that. It's funny that you see yourself as a marine like that because I see you as an alcoholic man who's face planted <laughs> in the street. <laughs> it's weird, isn't it? How one image can mean two completely different things to two people. <laughs> I'm a fucking marine. <laughs> I sleep like you. I've got like my arm under the pillow. Does anyone sleep just on the back? Like, good night. No one sleeps just on the back, do they? Um, vampires. Yeah. Vampires. My dad. I am. Um, My dad's, and then snores so bad. It's unbelievable. I do want to say, though, and we, we don't really do sort of, like, sincere stuff a lot on this, but Joan, Joanne was the other one, wasn't she? The other paramedic. And everyone at the hospital, all the NHS staff, was so fucking sound. Clap for them. <laughs> you can't. They were genuinely lovely, funny, making jokes, and considering the year the NHS has had, it takes quite a lot to be in the fucking joyful mood that they all wear. And they deserve a lot of credit. You know the clapping for the NHS thing? <laughs> you know what? Oh, you weren't even there. I've got to tell you this. People who don't want to do it, mate, that job is not fantastically played. And they have to deal with a lot of, like, harrowing, depressing stuff. But also a lot of fucking the worst people in existence. And then then they get in a situation like that and they can still laugh at your joke. It's amazing. Oh, they even, are amazing people. They are worth the clap. Do you know what I think a little side effect of this pandemic is? People are starting to take... It, certainly in real life, social media is not real and everyone's fucking angry. But people are starting to take things a little less seriously. And I like that. I've noticed at comedy clubs, I can get away with be, saying more stuff. And even when they sort of go, ooh, I go, what are you doing? People are dying. Anything I say doesn't matter. Yeah, get and out of your own fucking bubble. I've noticed people in shops, like people who work in Asda, I like just being more out. It's over there, lads. Like, just go and find it. I don't need to walk. Like, just being a bit more chill. And I walked up to the the screen in the um, in the hospital to give them me details and that to book me in for me X ray. One of the nurses went, "You look the colour of boiled shite." <laughs> An NHS nurse went, "You look the colour of boiled shite." I think that might be a Merseyside NHS experience. <laughs> I think if you if you go to some parts of Oxfordshire, like the fucking Royal Banbury <laughs> Hospital, I don't think you're going to get that level of banter. The one who said that to me as well, she was the one who triaged me, right? So I went. What's it, triage? It's like the. You, you go and speak to a nurse so that she knows exactly what you need to get done in there that day. Oh, it's like a little... It's like a little chat. It's before just they, like a little consultation before yeah, someone... Yeah, she sorts you into your right. Yeah. So she, she, she goes... Oh, it's... Yeah. So it's not she actually goes, doing anything. It's like going... No, she's yeah, like, right. what's happened? Tell me what it is. I'll I'll make sure I know what we need to do. So I, I had a... What's... Is it a cannula? Cannula, yeah. So I had a cannula in for where they put the morphine in my arm. And I, I wasn't going to get any more morphine. They offered me more in the ambulance, but I was like, I don't think I need it. I don't want to take morphine if I don't need it. Um, I went I went to the one who said I look like the colour of boiled shite. I went, can you take this out my arm? Because I don't need any more, and I'm scared every time I bend it, that I'm going to fucking bend the needle in it. And she went to the other nurse. She went, yeah, yeah, I'll just sort this out. And she, she went, yeah, so you'll have your x-ray shortly. Go and wait by room nine, and I'll sort that out for you. And then she went, J- uh, 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 Julie, will you take this cannula out of crying arse's arm? Fucking wonderful. That's what you want, though, isn't it? Fucking it's human. exactly what yeah, you want. Colloquial, honest. Not. I've said this on the, on this before when we talked about that fucking cunt on the train. Do you know, like fake? I've tried to write uh, stand up bit about this. You know, like fake customer service smiley. Nothing angers me more. Yes, sir. No, I'd love to help. But I can't. So I'd love no, I understand and I love and I'd love to help you, but I just can't. I'd rather them just be like, there's nothing I can do, lad. Go over there and shut up. 
And I'd much rather that because that's so honest, isn't it? Just there's nothing I can do, so fuck off. I'm doing what I can. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to, but you wouldn't love to. You're lying. That's why I don't think we should live where we live based on geography alone. I think we should be lumped in with people like. Do you know what I mean? It shouldn't be like where you're from. It should be like how sound you are, and then all the fucking. I'll put nonsense. this back on for the second half of the show, but all right. It needs to come off in a bit. Wouldn't that be amazing if where you lived, there was just all sound people who didn't give a fuck and could act like an adult and didn't get all touchy and all the stuck-up poncy... I joined a group so I could complain about this, lived in a different area of the country, so you could have television, like, delivered by someone who was sound going, all right, right, guys, the news, I'll be honest, headlines, not fucking good. You know, the Prime Minister, bit of a dickhead, shit's going down. It would be amazing if you could then go to the doctor and they're like, lad, that's fucking awful. And you just got to get... Why does everyone have to be like, oh, this is an official matter, so I have to talk to you in an official way. I don't need yeah. anyone to talk to me like that. I loved it when I, when I snapped me banjo and the doctor told me I snapped <laughs> me banjo. He didn't say, yeah. you've torn your frenulum. He went, no, lad, you've snapped your banjo, don't have sex for two weeks. Uh, yeah. Bye. Do what I learned as a manager. I think I've said this before The customer is never right <laughs> No So like If you could say Listen lad you're being a knobhead Shut up They go oh that's sweet But you and can't But now On a Patreon episode Where you're going to tell the story Of the complaint you got Oh, oh. Yeah. And but the On the next Patreon episode But companies are shitting it Because Because everyone's becoming a, An absolute whinge fest online Like Oh Someone was ever so slightly rude to me And because I'm spending £28.50 at Chiquitos I think I'm the fucking Sultan of Brunei <laughs> Give me the voucher Boy, can Grow up not Wait Until this podcast Gets its first complaint Because We 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 say stuff on this podcast To make each other laugh Right I say the most horrific things at times because I know it makes you two laugh and you do the same and so does he. And that's what this that's why this podcast is successful, is because we're catering to an appetite for the type of humour that TV just cannot provide. And we're here for that. And there's not many co- like the comedy industry, like I think if anyone's gonna say this, it should be me. The the TV comedy industry, a lot of the producers are absolute wet white melts who should be nowhere near a comedy club. And they don't wouldn't know human if it fucking hit them in the face with a big massive dick. They just wouldn't know. And they're not really watching this at the minute. They're not. They're not really into this because I'm on I'm on the the perennials of the periphery. The periphery of the the sort of TV comedy bubble I get bits of TV But I'm not like On every fucking show Every five minutes And I like that I like I'm just... in the Outer Hebrides Absolutely But because we're both Like that Not a lot of them Are necessarily watching it But it's fucking growing And it's growing At a fucking rapid speed Oh yeah We had an agent The other day didn't Yeah we? An like... agent emailed My agent And said We would love to get Some of our clients Into Adam's podcast And I'm like Do you know What's going to happen One of them Are going to get One of their clients on And when the client's in The clients will be fine and they'll just be like, no, well, I, I do humour this way. But that first half, this first half, where it's just me and you, something's, and they're going to be like, this is reprehensible. You can't do that accent with those words. What are you going to do about this? I'm going to go, do you know what we're going to do? We're going to keep doing it. And you can just not watch it. How about that? How about when you don't like something, you just don't watch it? Yeah. Just shut up and fuck off. Basically, <laughs> the, no, but the internet is exactly what I was talking about, wasn't it? You just you get congregated now 
with the people you want to be congregated with because you go and find it people come and find this so you can't be like oh my god I can't believe you ruined my evening of watching Channel 5 when on Channel 5 you came to see us Are yeah. you sh- is your shoulder alright? It's, it, yeah it's uncomfortable but it's okay well alright well don't leave it off too long I'm worried about you oh let's have another oh bit. no Dan before we go anywhere right I've got to have a word with Channel 4 because they've commissioned a stand up show and it's not from stand up talking comedians. about TV fuck off now we can have another. What's happening, lids? Today's sponsor is Beer 52. Beer 52 is the UK's most popular craft beer discovery club. If you're into your beers, your ales, your stouts, Beer 52 is the place for you. They've teamed up with Have A Word, this podcast, baby, to give our listeners a free case of eight beers. You will get eight beers, an award-winning beer magazine, and a tasty snack. You just pay the $5.95 postage. You can pause or cancel your membership to this discovery club at any time, but until you do that, they're going to keep sending your beers they're gonna send you a different theme every month previous themes have included germany california belgium korea new zealand south africa and many many more every month you'll get a new theme of beers sent to your house and i'm telling you right now i signed up for this a few months ago myself and i ain't been canceling anything i'm still tippling away just go to beer52.com slash word and claim your free case now that's b-e-e-r-5-2.com slash w-o-r-d do it now baby Please, go get yourself some free stuff on us. Don't forget to watch our very funny podcast videos on YouTube. You can subscribe at youtube.com forward slash haveawardpod. I think uh, Carl's had too many cookies. Oh no, it's because he was... Uh, it's because of the baby. Well, yeah, um, I've got some bits and bobs to talk about, but... Uh, it'd be fine, wouldn't it? We've told a lot of people about the baby. It's all right. It's all right, isn't it? It's exciting. You like you made it quite accidentally obvious on. I think it was a Patreon episode. I didn't mean to. Yeah, it's something's just hard, co- isn't it? Something's cooking. You said something's cooking, and then you said Laura. Laura being the say hospital. Something's cooking. Yeah. yeah. Oh god. You said Laura being in the hospital, but it was fine. And you said that Laura was drinking non-alcoholic beer all in one episode. You know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know it's hard because on this podcast we just we're so open we talk about our lives and stuff like the last 35 minutes has just proved. Mm-hmm. It's really hard to hold stuff in. It's like when you split up with Jade you were like it's probably too early to be talking about it but I want to say something otherwise it's going to seem disingenuous and I'm going to feel like I'm lying. Have I told you? I've not enjoyed not talking about the pregnancy. Have I told you about the girls at hot water? No. Where- like obviously because of this podcast people are now coming to see both of me and you do stand up even when it's not a oh shout out to Sax Mode who came to fucking Runcorn from Southport yeah absolute legend she came to Blackpool as well when we did Blackpool what a star Um, but people are starting to come this this is the only part of my breakup that threw me off about anything because genuinely I'm a lot happier like abundantly happy and I know she will be as well I haven't really spoke to her much but she will be I'm very, very I'm the happiest I've been in years at the minute and I feel guilty saying that but I really really am um, and it's absolutely the right thing and all that sort of stuff but there was one moment and it's because of this podcast and we're so open about our lives I was at Hot Water and we'd already recorded the episode to go out saying yeah me and Jade have broke up but it hadn't actually gone out yet but in my head I've already told people and I went on stage at Hot Water and there was two girls to the right of me on the very front row who were podcast fans and I went so I broke up with my girlfriend recently and one I just heard one of them goes do that <gasps> Jade <laughs> and it fucking twisted my head off its hinges I was like eh, eh, eh. 
yes and then <laughs> and then just try to do the routine and it it just like it takes a lot to unnerve me on stage you you can call me a fat ugly unfunny cunt and i'll be like let's go dickhead right that just made me go <sighs> yeah, yeah it's it's it sounds so ridiculous because you know what you're doing but you sort of forget how many people are listening and uh anyway literally an, tens of thousands of people listen to every single having episode. a having a fucking baby so a little Danny baba yeah boy or girl you're gonna find out um i would like i don't know you just without sounding like a hack you just want to, uh, everything to go well what race would you choose uh black Come would on. you yeah of course i want a chinese baby no man. you don't oh, of course i want a little deshaun deshaun nightingale i'd li- like chinese babies are the cutest um yeah I'd like I'd like a uh, healthy little. I'd like a girl. I'd like another girl. I'd like an army of women, and I'll and I'll honestly I'll go completely fucking mental, and then eventually I want a Chinese little girl who transitions uh, in teenage years to a black little boy. Bruce Nightingale. Yeah, Caitlin Nightingale. I want a Chinese little girl yeah. who becomes a black teenage boy. Okay, you're on your own on that one. Pokemon. Pokemon. <laughs> and then who becomes? Uh, something else for adults, you know, just like you can change what you are now, can't you? So I don't care as long as they're not a little dickhead. I just want I, it. All kids aren't really dickheads. Kids are great. Just I was hanging out with my daughter this morning. And I was like, God, what if you end up growing up to be a right fucking bell end? Like she's amazing now, and I love being a dad, and it's all cute, and we get to play and everything. But imagine at twenty five, if she's like, but dad, I just don't like immigrants. I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake! Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, I don't know. It's this weird thing. I had a moment this morning projecting forward, going, God, I wonder if we're going to get on as adults because I love, I love seeing it when parents are like mates with their with their kids. My, me and my dad. You know, we get on and we speak and everything. We're not. Ma- you won't call us mates. We don't do anything as mates. I'd love that. So basically, I want a girl or a boy as long as everything's happy- long term. I just wanted to be. Like, oh yeah, I love my dad. He's a bell end, but he's really fun. So you want another little girl? You got two little girls? Yeah, I'd like because in theory, you've got two girls, and then this is how selfish I am. I just want women looking after me in my old age. I just want a team of attentive women. Because I think lads can get very like. I just remember what I was like at 24. Like, what? I called you last year. Fuck off. Well, here's the thing, right? If Laura leaves you and the girls go away and you get to old age, you'll get to old age 10 years before me and Carl. We'll come and look after you. Oh, that's so depressing. <sighs> I'll dress you. Yeah? Carl can put your undies on. No, I'll, I'll put your teeth in I'll for smash you. Smash your back doors in. You shaved me. That wasn't even a euphemism. You just suck my chagrin. I'll shave you. Yeah. Carl, will you shave my back if I'm single again? Of course. I'll do it now. Oh, he's he, making sexy bags. Yeah. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> I honestly, I love the daydream of what I'd do if Laura's like, okay, that's enough of this bullshit. Goodbye. I'd be like, oh, I, I'm either going to go rogue and mental and just like lone wolf. Or just marry some bad. I can see you living in a cabin in the woods, Unabomber style. What? You know the Unabomber? Do you think? Yeah. I think I'd go static in uh, <laughs> Kelly. I think you'd end up killing loads of animals and setting them all out like an audience and then comparing to them. It's dark, wasn't it? That's fucking funny, that. <laughs> just a load of dead squirrels and ferrets and fucking Thanks possum. very much. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks very much. Thank you. You've already got a mic. What? <laughs> 
fucking you doing? You stupid cunt. Honestly, babies. Honestly, babies. Really struggling to concentrate. Oh, that is so funny. The idea of just like a fucking dead badger. Like, <laughs> what do you do? What's your name? What's your job? Oh, God, I'm fucking losing it. Oh, God. Yeah, I can see you doing that. Do you ever see the I old... Cheers, it's been my foot. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back. Dead badger. <laughs> Just roadkill in the front row. They're fucking tough crowd tonight. <laughs> as, a hang, as a handover to the support act, a bush. <laughs> I reckon you'd just be introducing yourself. Here's Dan! Uh, one man show. <laughs> Residency here in <laughs> Murder Point. <laughs> oh, God. I see those guys in, like, pubs, you know, like, not very cool pubs, who are, like, the fucking, you know, disco granddads. You know, like, he's always here. Bit disco, of a dancer. Disco, they, uh, disco, they're disco, always man. wearing, like, a snooker player's, like, a waistcoat, but open. Like, you know that I song, can see Macho myself. Macho Man? Is that him? No. Okay, there's the ADD cracking in. Because you said disco, and I was like, disco, disco, yeah, and then I remember that's Macho Man, and then yeah. that's Macho Man, isn't it? And that's how ADD works. <laughs> that's legit. No, 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 there's a reason for it. <laughs> you said disco, disco, and I thought macho, macho, and I thought macho man, and then I thought, like, pigeons, are they like a real bird? <laughs> <sighs> oh, I've got. Ow! 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 Then! I got a would you rather oh, What's I, occurring I asked him Someone asked me And I asked him And then I've got to go no. I, I just, And then you gotta go I gotta tell you Then you gotta go I gotta know Would you rather Would you rather And then low Go on You do, you do walk and I'll do Pacino <laughs> what, Hang on What's it No What does Eshan say You've got to have a game No Does he have to shout I gotta know Shouting Pacino Is better than quiet Pacino this watch is your birthright. <laughs> your granddaddy had this watch up his ass <laughs> for five years in that Hanoi pit of hell. It'll be fucking. You say it's up his ass, but how good an ass are we talking? He wasn't gonna a let good no ass or a great ass. <laughs> wasn't gonna let no <clears throat> bastard <laughs> take your birth. The watch is your birthright, <sighs> and so he did. The, he put a ass. We gotta get back to the matter at hand. Oh really? Now you're focused. Why do you want to know? <laughs> do you want to know the question I got for you? I need to know the answer. Do you? Would you rather? Would you rather? Okay. Now. Go. You're very drunk. You're freaking me out. You're very drunk. You need to piss and be sick. Would you rather piss on the floor and be sick in the toilet bowl, or piss in the toilet bowl and be sick on the floor? Um. This is so easy for me. Yes. I Same for hate me. puking into toilets because that's where people's bottoms go to go poop. Even when I'm ill. Yeah, but it's clean, isn't it? You clean your toilet. Yeah. <laughs> but it's got muscle memory of shits that have happened. It's got Mate, muscle memory? He's been to my house. Toilet. He's been to my house several times. So where do you throw up then in the sink? I'll be honest. If it's big, if it's big, throw up. Sometimes there's like the bath. there's a bit of a no. In the fucking in the bath. How big's my stomach? I don't know. How many fucking nighttime biscuits <laughs> I've been eating? Like you'd fill it up. 
<laughs> I puke in the biggest receptacle. I go around to the local YMCA and puke in the swimming pool. Run the bath there, lad. Oh, I feel ill. Laura, where's the jacuzzi? <laughs> I'm going to get a jacuzzi for next summer. All right. ADD's back in town. Um, can you get the Joan to pop your brain back in? Boys are back in town. Boys are back in town. Where do you want me? Guess who just got back today? Guess who just got back today? Those But if the boys want to play... And where'd you the boys want to play. I want to know. Boys want floor. I do not like puking in toilets. But you stand on the floor. What? You stand on the floor. That can be mopped up. No, but I mean, like you stand outside where dogs have a poo, and then you stand on that, and that's just the same, isn't it? I'm just telling you, I don't like. I don't like sticking my head near where people do poos and wees. Okay, let's change. How it is then. that not? It's not complicated. Okay, let's change. Not it complicated. Then. Let's change it then. Fuck you. Let's change Fuck it you. a little bit. So. This has been a fun one, hasn't it? You yeah. <laughs> you don't need to piss, but you need to shit. And Lou Conrad's coming on. You need, you need a shit. She dirty. So would you rather shit on the floor than sick in the toilet? Or shit on the toilet and sick on the floor? Right. Oh, I don't know. Just, oh, I made a don't know. Just That's the key point. with the would you rather. If you get a don't know out of someone, you nailed it. I just always want to... Wow. Poo. I just want to use the toilet for purpose. You don't want to poo on the floor, though, do you? No. Would you rather poo on the floor or the bug? You um, gotta do a sick at the same time. We are we are c- clocking some time here, and we have had some phenomenal responses to the pranks. Do you remember a couple of weeks ago? I wasn't here last week. The Facebook, what are we call them, the Facebook attacks, Facebook attacks, the frapes. Yeah, we've had some corkers. Could we indulge me, gentlemen? I want to know the answers to the fucking question. You've got it. Clothes. You've got it. So are you shitting on the floor? Yeah. <laughs> what? You're shitting on the floor or on the toilet? Shit and sick. Shit and sick. Where do you go? Which one's Stop which? Stop being gross. I can't believe I've said that after a hundred episodes of this bullshit. I, I like toilets. I'll plop in the toilet. You, you're pooing the toilet and sick on the floor? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Laura! Yeah. Oh, yeah why it. would that make, have made it harder? Yeah. Why would... It makes it... Th- yeah. Macho, macho man. <laughs> um... Okay, guys, we're going to do some uh, Facebook uh, attacks. Michael, in you, thank you for this, Michael. In uni 2010, a friend who was a girl left their phone on the table at the pub. I text two people in her contacts. Stupid boy. <laughs> First male names like George and David, the line, I want you inside me. They come back, see a message on their phone. She looks at me in horror and rushes outside, starting an hour long phone call. I had just started a three-year family argument as one of the names was her granddad. I'm still friends with him, but that guilt still hangs in the air. There is a warm place in hell waiting for me. Oh, He didn't add a word of that. You okay? What's happened? I don't know whether I'm hungry or horny. Okay. Sorry, go on, do another one. <laughs> I love it when he leans into the sheep. I'll just do one more. This is from my best mate's brother, Dom. I didn't know, my best mate, Sean, I didn't know his brother was listening. This guy is a barrister. Our listeners are important people. They're not. And bellends. <laughs> We've got a lawyer who listens. All right, lids. Yeah, but barristers trump lawyers. All really? right. What's a barrister? It's the one up. It's the one who goes, you can handle the truth. 
lawyers are just like nonces like that was that was the defendant <laughs> what you can't handle the truth no it was a, it was a barrister in the UK legal system, the people who argue a court case... But the, the quote, you can't handle the truth, is from a few good men, and Jack Nicholson is the one who says it, and he's the defendant and not a barrister. Oh, yeah. A barrister's wear the horsehair wigs. To be fair, we're a bit... They look a bit stupid there, don't they? We're... we're yeah. Do you think how, how ridiculous this country looks to the rest of the world? And I'm not talking coronavirus response. I'm not talking Brexit. Like, we have lords. We've got a queen. She lives on a throne. We give her money for nothing. Her son's a nonce. The other one's fucking killed his wife and got a new one. Do you know we all give her 50p a year each? Yeah. I find that less offensive than the TV licence. Yeah, TV licence is sh- Why is that less offensive than the TV licence? The TV, you're getting something for your money. What are you getting for the Queen? What? what I mean... St- Good-looking stamps. The Queen's speech. Yeah, yeah. Queen's speech at Christmas. Yeah, it's banging. I've never watched it. Neither have I, but you get it. Who watches the Queen's speech? Nonsense. It's not worth 50p. Are we doing the royal family? I mean, they're not my favourite. I'm just like, as a country, with like those fucking hats that the barristers wear. Yeah, we're the reason America exists. Because people went, oh my God, what a stupid system. Being fucking born to your status and never being able to move from it because of a really deep-rooted class system. And so the new world started because people were like, fuck this bag of tricks, I'm this out. This is what Hamilton's about, you'd love it. Yeah, I probably, dun, I probably dun, would dun, quite dun, enjoy Hamilton. Dun, dun. I'm, does I'm, of course you're not a royalist. We're, we're both working class four. lads from the north. Like, the royal family and the ruling class, is it's it's hard to... If you really get into it, the fact that there is... We live in a system where you are... Like, a class system is a sordid thing. Let's You're say, born worse than that person. What yeah. a load of shit. Let's say, for the second, right, that you are on a night out... Chester, you're single. Yeah. You're in Rosie's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're having a fucking. You had some poppers. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'm always doing that. I'm always right. doing that. Blue wickers and poppers. Yeah. So it's a Tuesday. And what's one of the Queen's daughters called? Anne. Anne. Princess Anne. <laughs> Princess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Princess Anne. Fit. 74 year oh, old. Fit as fuck. Has she not got any young ones? Oh, mate. The Queen's an old lady, isn't she? How the, the fuck The Queen is she have 95 young ones? years old. <laughs> Do you think she's got bangable daughters that you've not heard about? Oh yeah, yeah. What about uh, Princess Rochelle? <laughs> <laughs> You've got Kate and Meghan there. Yeah, yeah, but they're not like this. Hey, they're the not. They're, they're her grandchildren's. Right. Yes, that's so how you know say, you're old when you're like, "Fuck me, Meghan." Let's so Anne's seventy-four. Mate, so let's oh, say this yeah. is twenty years ago. She's fifty-four. You're oh. forty-three. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Cha! Upset me, nasty bitch. <laughs> but she comes over to you in Rosie's. Right. Hello. Should we act it out? Yeah. Right. Right. Go. So I'm I'm Prince I'm Prince Anne. Right. Prince Anne. Princess Anne. Princess Anne. <laughs> <laughs> She's a fucking idiot. Hello. You look like quite a charming young man. I got love to a big blast of poppers. Right. Can I have some? No. Can love. I have some? My mother is the queen, so technically I <laughs> own. But pause the fucking thing. My mother. Oh, what a fucking type of royal family are you? Is it the the? My mother is the queen. Is it? Are you talking the Godfather? <laughs> I'm gonna make you an offer you can't refuse. I'm you want to smash this princess pussy? I'm queen Elizabeth II. <laughs> it's the barber's best. Have you never whipped that out? That's quite good, though. You brando. Quite good. That's <laughs> nothing. 
This is the weirdest roleplay we've ever done. Hang on, let's get it back on track. So, um, what I'm essentially asking you, right, is if a princess... Fredo! ...asked you to goose her, right... Princess Anne. <laughs> seventy. <laughs> four. Will you, I'll do will you pull it up? No. She's she's seventy three, seventy two years no, old. You need to detach yourself from the fact that she's old. I'm not. Honestly, you know, if Laura bins me off, she's she, seventy. She's yeah. seventy. Not that old. Not yeah. Oh yeah, still smashable. Yeah. I mean, and she's got a bus pass. And also, she was fifty when you were what nineteen. Great. So forty nine. Forty nine's not that bad, is it? You could have goosed her when you first started going out. Your maths is all over the fucking shop. How old is she? Seventy. Right, and I'm th- and I'm thirty nine. So twenty years ago. Come on, mate. What? Come on. What? No. She's seventy, so and I'm tw- thirty nine. So, so twenty one years ago, you started going out. Take away twenty from both. What do you mean? Twenty one off thirty nine is eighteen. Oh, I thought you were saying she's tw- twenty years older than me. No. Right. No, what I'm saying is take 21 years off now. So when you no, first no, never mind that. I'm not ageist. Honestly, a no, lot of people a fucking line, isn't it? A lot of people go younger in the second marriage. I might go older. I mean, but cuz I go to bed early now. I'll be like, look, I, imagine that princess Anne she comes out. Hello, one is in roses. Oh, what is this music? I'm like it's fucking banging in it, love. It's dizzy rascal bonkers. You've heard it. <laughs> Oh, it's so bang. Some people think I'm bonkers, but I just think I'm free. Man, I'm just number one. There's nothing crazy about me. There's nothing crazy about me. What I'm asking you is, would you, would you date a princess? Because you're anti-royalist northerner and you fucking hate the class system. But Princess Anne, let's say you were the same age and you're like 30. You both just come out of a relationship six months ago. You're ready to move on. And she wants the fucking Danny Deegan. (laughs) (laughs) The Danny Deegan. Never call my dick Danny D gun. <laughs> As if you didn't go for gun, the Danny D gun, the right. Danny D gun. Yeah, I. So would I, you go out with the, like, oh, the Queen's daughter? Oh, one loves your hat. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. love. You ever She's listen, just like you ever listen to podcast love? No, not really. Because the thing is, the have you never noticed some posh people really like a bit of rough? Not like rough sex, is in like scum. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Do you think of the two of us? Princess Anne would be looking my way then. If she wanted scum, do you not think she'd keep going past Chester? No, but like there's a line, so she can't get as far as. Oh me. yeah, too low. <laughs> yeah, I like it rough, but I don't want to get that dirty. Yeah, she just wants like. Plus, I like a man who has two working arms. <laughs> yeah, two working eyes. <laughs> Middle so go on. Class. I'm uh, asking you, would you would you bang your way into the royal family? I'd ask her to renounce her titles if she wanted little Danny's dick. Would oh. you? Yeah. Wouldn't you want to have that story, though? I think it would affect the podcast and my live work. No, if you're just banging her once, you're not marrying her. The Daily Mail would literally... No, I'm take a relationship. Like, take a picture uh, of my face and then do a massive <laughs> Middle England shit on it. Could you imagine if Princess Anne, at 70 years old... Hooked up with recently divorced podcasting bellend Dan Nightingale, <laughs> they'd be like, oh, oh, oh. and I, and they were like, they'd literally be, Japanese. they'd be, they'd be, they'd be t- typing out the shit that we say, and like it'd be the front page, the front page of the mail. So what am I? What's my set gonna be like? Hi guys, <laughs> I used to live in Manchester. They've got a funny accent. They're like, you're fucking a princess. See, this is why you're cynical and I'm optimistic, right. okay? Because I'd be looking at that going, does the Queen's speech need an opening act? 
Liz, Christmas Liz. afternoon. Yeah, you're on BBC One. Mum, fucking... I get to call her mum as well because you know I'm married to a daughter now. Mom, mum, mum, mom. Nah, mom. like she's a busy. Your mom, Mrs W. You always do that. Do you remember when you were a kid? You know, with the... Now I used to call them whatever my name was as mum. So I'd call his ma- his ma's Kathy, but I'd be like, I'd, if I wanted a drink, I'd go down and say, like, Carl's mum. Oh, how old are you? Six. At the time, yeah. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Because when you, because when kids are too confident, like Etta's learnt everyone names. Catherine, just, yeah, <laughs> like with the neighbours, Audrey, and you're like, mate, you're three. <laughs> uh, I no, no, I, I, I don't. I just don't think it. I just don't think it sits well with me. I really, really, I really despise the royal family and what it stands for. I actually individually don't mind them. I think a lot of them are good people. They're philanthropists. They do a lot of good. But what it represents to me, being a bit sort of poncy, is that people are better than other people at the point of birth and I cannot fucking stand that that is an awful concept because brilliance and genius and and good can come at any level of society and rotters and pedos and nonces can be born into fucking palaces so I hate what it represents and I the French got rid of theirs America's never had it I love the idea of people going I tell you what if we need a leader, just what? Shall we all choose them? And I know that can go wrong, quite obviously, but it's not like, well, my mother was this and my father was that, and before them, about 200 years before, they ran out of royal family, so just ask a German royal family to come over for a laugh. It doesn't even stand for anything. It's just a weird a weird form of rule that I can't be doing with. I so, bet the food's good, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do they have KFC, though, in Buckingham Palace? I reckon you can get delivered here even when the shops are shut. Oh god The first day You were shacked up At Buckingham Palace After the wedding And you were like Anne Anne dogs Should we get just eat Should we get just eat Oh yeah 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 Do you reckon they can They What's can get anything the- There's the fucking queen. No but they can't send someone On a fucking pedal bike Up to the fucking gates Of Buckingham Palace I bet you they yeah, do yeah, yeah 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 Round the back yeah. Yeah. Imagine the guy like I'm going to get The big fucking tip for this <laughs> When he's delivering A Zinger Tower burger meal To the back of Buckingham Palace I don't reckon they tip I reckon that's how The rich stay rich yeah, you've worked it out there, Adam. Fucking genius, isn't he? That's how the royal family stay rich. They don't tip KFC, just eat drivers. <laughs> 50p each. <laughs> I, would, I would happily drive for delivery for a bit if I knew I was going to get to meet the Queen. Okay. I don't think she collects it, to be honest. She's probably got like a butler to do. She that. loves Amish celebrities to get me out of here, doesn't she? Do you reckon, Carl? Thanks yeah. for fucking clearing that one up. <laughs> well, he doesn't fucking I'm know. glad you're here. VAR common sense over there. Actually, I think there's a butler. Do you reckon? <laughs> yeah, sorry, one's in one's joggies. What if the butler's having a shit? <laughs> yeah. She's going to leave the food gone cold. No, she'd just go down. I reckon she must get bored of not doing anything for herself. Do you know what I mean? Have you ever had like, do you know what I mean? Like you're sick or something and your missus is like I'll do everything for you and at the end of that day I'm just like I miss oh days. I want to wash a dish I want to do something yeah. let me boil the kettle myself will you just fuck off and leave me alone does she not get like that is she, she not like never, listen oh yeah 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 she's never done it though has she what she's never done it you don't miss what you've never done you don't know she I might know she might that. make herself a brew once in a while yeah I, I, I reckon she must get bored I reckon she does quite a lot I reckon she does go and get who the picks up the corgi's poo the poo butler Oh, there's a shit butler. They'll they'll have a like. No one wants to do that. She's got someone to do that. Oh yeah. Or collecting the food. Do you know the 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 guy who the guy who collects the corgis poo? His father 
was a shit collector. <laughs> yeah. His father's father... He's like eighth generation shit collector. But, right, would, if you were the queen, and you know you're the queen, do you know what I mean? Especially like if you're hungover and, I, and you just want to... <laughs> What, like, on Boxing Day, fucking nailed that speech, fucking headlined it, <laughs> smashed it. Adam Rowe was a great opener. <laughs> Took the fucking roof off. But wouldn't you want to go and collect like you delivered it and just be like, like, watch fucking Balthazar's head fall off? Watch. You think the Queen, just for a laugh, likes going, come on, Philip, let's go Nando's for a giggle. No, she doesn't take Philip. He's fucking, he's hooked up to a machine so he doesn't fucking die. All yeah. oh, right, so yeah, that's the, well, silly, I that's she the goes, silly bit of this. I reckon she goes down to the back. No, he doesn't take Philip. Be serious, though. <laughs> I'm being serious. I reckon she must sometimes just be like, I'll go, like, the butler's called Gerald, so she's like, Gerald, leave it. Right, I'll go get it. And she goes down and fucking, little fucking, whatever his name is on his mopeds there, thinking oh, I'll be the butler again and then the fucking queen opens the door and she's like it's happening lad here's a red note with my face on it gives me scram yeah Do you reckon she ever I think he's part of expecting though because he's at the back of Buckingham Palace you know, Palace you know I mean if she, it was a two bed does she defo live in there no she lives she's in Windsor. Windsor does she yeah when she's in there the flag's up you can tell yeah this, this has I been I mean a that's w- a fucking terrorist target weird when you're end in. to this section isn't it and we've had an email and I'm just when giving that up we'll read that another time do you reckon yeah. the Queen goes to Nando's in disguise like an hat on Nando's in the sky no do you reckon like if oh she wants God. to go to Nando's just like puts an hat on so you can't tell it's the Queen I reckon she's been somewhere like in a disguise yeah what what can a 95 year old woman with 14 security guards disguise as she disguised? doesn't need the security guards if she puts a bear hat on like you disguised as security guards as well. Yeah. Yeah? All the security guards put a bear You know when you see like five Muslim women walking around? That's the <laughs> queen and all the boys that. <laughs> when you see six burkers walking by yeah. and and five of the burkers are filled with six foot three really muscle bound <laughs> Muslim women all surrounding one tottering Muslim woman in weirdly yellow pastel fucking high heel like yeah, yeah. Just have a listen next time with, if you with a handbag. Salam alaikum. <laughs> it's uh, what's his name? Oh, Kenneth. It's Kenneth Williams. <laughs> nope, that was Gay Bane. Oh, <laughs> 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 I think darkness is your ally. Um, yeah, but like, she she'd get away with that. Yeah, no one's going over. So not you, Liz. No one's doing that. <laughs> No, don't do that. By the way, all seriousness, if there's any devout Muslim women knocking about and they're wearing the full burqa, don't go up and go, Hey, Queenie! <laughs> that is going to be race hate. That That's going to be prosecuted. <laughs> I've seen that in court. And um, why did you do this? I thought it might be the Queen. I was yeah. listening to Adam and Dan. I listened to a podcast with these two lads and it seemed fucking made sense. <laughs> Right, let's have a... Uh, I'll come back to the emails. They can be... We've got some to do, but it's just... It's, there's too much magic in the air, and uh, we're not doing admin today. And we'll be back with Lou Conran. Um, I need to go and put some fucking morphine gel on my shoulder. It's Neurofen, but I'm calling it morphine gel. It's by Felicia. Wanking, isn't it? <laughs> Swing, bala, 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 bala. Swing! What's that from? Uh, come baby, come baby, baby, come, come, come baby, come baby, baby, come, come. You gotta give me love and then you gotta give me some. You gotta give me love and then you gotta. I slam the door when I come into the bedroom. Wham, bam, cause I'm the king of the castle. Na, na, na. 
Just wearing that hoodie and that hat like that make you feel blacker than you are. Hell yes, motherfucker. <laughs> Y'all don't know me. Still same OG, but I've been low key. Wow, uh, someone's had a fucking caffeine beverage, haven't they? You've had a carabao, haven't you? Yeah, of course. This is starting to do my head in. Is it? Yeah. Well, we've already had a good old chat about it. Oh, he don't give a fuck, does he? Ah. Oh. Ooh, Hercules, Hercules. Ah. Now get your dick out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Luke Conran's here. Hey! Yes. <laughs> That's the important One thing. of my favourite Bellwhiffs. Comedy's own Luke Conran. All right. How all right. are you? I'm all right. Why are you wearing a brownie top? Um, it's the Narlin Saints, and it, that's the it's the, the fleur de lis. Yeah, which is the Baden Powell logo for the brownies. Yeah, well, I'm a big fan of the New Orleans Saints, but I'm also uh, a big cub, the, former cub. Oh, I, I thought you were going to say a big. Were fan. you in the Cubs? Oh, mate, I graduated Beaver Cum Latte. Of you fucking did. Uh, <laughs> that was your name on the circuit when you were single. Hey. Beaver Cum Latte. Feed the pigeon. Feed the pigeon. <laughs> You're John Powell. What's Beaver Cum Latte? Because it sounds like a way to make a woman squirt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Have you never, have you never made a, a woman orgasm in, in Costa? Have I never made a woman orgasm in Costa? That's how you get a beaver come last. I've never made a woman orgasm in... You've never made a woman orgasm, Adam. Oh, 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 we've gone straight in. We've gone straight in. We don't yes, say have. Yeah. <laughs> no humour. Yeah, loads, like 72 times. Like, every time, it's just like, ugh, lady just... Thanks. Good. Imagine if you... when a, Imagine if when a good woman mm-hmm. did have her... Mm. Blossoming Orgasmic uh, Sensations There yeah. was a little Sound That would be great It is sometimes it? What? A funny fart No That is a separate Air based issue Isn't it? <gasps> no <That's... laughs> Lou no. Let it out This is the place to do it As a woman Sometimes Well I was going to say Lady but that's never speaking as yeah. a as a woman. Speaking as a thing with a vagina that's fully functioning sometimes, <laughs> uh, although it's been a very long time, but I can't really commit to it. Uh, my, I have been prone to make noises in the mouth downstairs area when a sausage <laughs> has been plummeting its way forthwith. Plummeting? Uh, yes, it is quite a deep cavern, Adam. <laughs> Plummeting, plummeting, plummet to your death. <laughs> and many have, Adam. Many have. Yes. Every yes. morning, this Chilean mine is coming out, going, "Hello, let us out." I've had to have the time team round to, to do an archaeological dig to find out whether there's any debris. <laughs> the amount of times I wake up with Tony Robinson near my vagina. <laughs> I love a bald Rick. <laughs> Great. So you do, you, you're a bit, yeah. now, here's my understanding of funny farts. Often yes. happen, nothing to do with the orgasm. Hey, call me a layman, right? <laughs> I, I don't think I've ever had the sausage to cause many uh, fart de fannies. Oh, I'm sorry. Fleur de fannies. Mm. But if the, now I've watched some internet based cinematography. <laughs> Blue Pizza. <with> some <laughs> brothers. And well, there somebody's is. Somebody's blown up there. Some brothers. And then, oh. um, yeah. <laughs> and there is it's a it's it's physics yeah there's a space yes and there's some air in the space yes. and then a immovable object yes. yes it's like when you get um a drippy cock cop, what's it called a cop stop, cock stop. Cock stop. Cock, a drippy cock stop right is it there's a the 
an unfortunate turn of phrase. Yes, it is. As an analogy for when we're talking about cocks. Going into that area. But you know when you get a drippy tap? Yeah. And then sometimes it's because there's an air bubble in it and you need to... You need to extract that air bubble, right? But because there's been a lot of on and off and pumping of, yeah, the, oh yeah. Now then are we talking about? Trapped. Are we talking no, about it's like, unblocking, it's like unblocking a sink, the funny fars, isn't it? Because you put a lot of air into it and then it all comes out at once and it drags whatever's in there with it. See, I have the it kind of drags penis. whatever's in there with it. <laughs> Right. Ooh. Didn't know it was going to be a sexy podcast. <laughs> See, I, just, I did. How romantic is that? All right, pal. Yeah, the fucking sling that up and it tracks whatever's in there with it. Fucking hell, pal. Oh. I love you, Linda. Fucking. Hang on a minute. Where's my slippers gone? Oh. Fucking dragged them in there. <laughs> I've got the kind of penis where air can stay in there with my penis. <laughs> my penis goes in and the air's like, all right, mate, plenty of room. <laughs> Keep going. Keep it going. Keep it going. And you don't pal. <laughs> and then there are some dicks Shouts where it's just Janice. like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Well, do you know, in your defence, Dan, I've never seen your sausage. Right. Thank You've heard rumours. Neither have I, you know. Even after nine months of podcasting, he hasn't got it out yet. Well, good. Um, but what I was going to say was... <laughs> Not now we're on YouTube, Adam. Let's be generous with the sausage and perhaps say that in your past, maybe you've slung it up some tunnels. <laughs> so there would be air around it. Oh, um, yeah, 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 yeah. I've been involved with some fucking Euro tunnels, mate. <laughs> people. Big French birds. With the big boobies. The amount of tunnels I saw that French exchange. Je m'appelle Danielle. Je be your vagina. I don't think I've ever been with a cavernous fanny. What? I honestly thought you were going to say French girl and we were going to go for a nice little cultured jaunt round Europe and instead it's just big old Fanny. Great, I'm yeah. So, yeah. I've never saw is them. it me that's brought this out of you? Is it? Oh yeah, yeah. Normally oh. this is this is normally oh so clean. This is it. This is, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We're to, we're to mainly sort of societal issues. Hey, politics. did I tell you about my friend? I'll I'll change her name to Karen. She her labia on the the inside, the flappy bits. <laughs> we're such a child. Labia. Is it not no. labia? Fuck off! I know my. Lips, not it, my lips. It's my friend Karen's. Labia, 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 labia. Yeah, Libya, labyrinth. Libya, Libya is down there sometimes, and hers are really long. She can pull them like a Venetian blind, and they slowly. Oh, sorry. You're like, getting distracted by your own flap story. <laughs> yeah, but because I, when I worked at London Zoo, right. Anyway, hang on. Long whoa, story. Whoa, whoa. No, no, can no. We, no. Can we just park for a second? Because oh, you've gone from labias to, yes, well, to wildlife very quickly. Yeah. So when I worked at London Zoo, I worked next door to the elephants. Do um, elephants have flaps? Yeah. And when a lady elephant has a wee, her flaps unravel like a like um, Venetian blinds, and then and then after the wee, it takes them ages to slowly retract. <laughs> and that's my mate Karen. Basically, and then they go. <laughs> so this happens when she wheezes. 
Oh, the elephant. What no, the elephant. About? That happens when the elephant weeds. Did you just watch elephants pissing when yeah. you worked at oh, London Zoo? As if you wouldn't. I'm telling you, isn't yeah. there something like massively funny about the idea of Lou in a uniform mm-hmm. with a name badge? Oh, I wasn't in a uniform. Going, I was in the nativity. Look at the size of her flaps. <laughs> I was in the nativity. They <laughs> did the nativity. Oh, Christmas. you were, sorry, you were a performer. I was the innkeeper's wife. Right. So at the zoo, they did a you performance. You were in the zoo nativity? Yeah. You were, you in were London a pe- Zoo, they had a, they have a nativity every Christmas, and I was the innkeeper's wife in the children's zoo next to the elephants. And me and a man who played the innkeeper, oh, it's, oh my God, what a horrific job. We had two mannequins that, that looked like Richard and Judy and uh, to play um, Mary and Joseph. And we had hip flasks, and after, well, we'd just get... Because it was fucking freezing, because it was winter. So is this like a zoo-based panto, almost? Like, no, you, no, it's were you booked for, you But walk, you were booked yeah. for the whole season. It's behind you! No, there's a monkey! He's behind you! <laughs> no, seriously! He's out his cage! Fucking Jaguars out! <laughs> but, do you know, because it was really, like, tedious, because people are pricks, and so we'd have, like, a hip flask and get a little bit, a little bit tipsy, and then um, at the end of the day, what they'd do is they'd, they'd blow a klaxon, like, to close the zoo, right? And so after a while, me and him were, like, pissed on the hip flask, and then... <laughs> They shut the gates and I fell off the gates to Bethlehem. And then I twisted my ankle so badly I had to go to hospital and they said, how did this happen? And I was pissed and I said, I fell off the gates to Bethlehem. (laughs) And there was a psychological assessment involved. And I had to say, no, 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 really. I fell off the gates of Bethlehem and then they called my boyfriend at the time and they had a word with him and I had to sit in a dark room for several hours. She's talking about donkeys, Jesus, <laughs> Mary yeah, and yeah. Joseph Both said they were all there. Elephant flaps. <laughs> Yeah. She keeps really talking about elephant flaps. Have I told you that I was in my school when I was in uh, nursery? What so, were you, Mad-Eye Moody? <laughs> yes. Years before oh, Harry Potter... Sure. Years before That's Harry Potter was written, they wrote that character into the nativity of my nursery. <laughs> Do you know, it's... it's it, Lou and Brennan have come and done the eye bands. Yeah, yeah. In it. It's noticeable. You, you get nervous about it, don't you? You're like, oh, is that going to upset my, my podcast friend? I don't know. I just feel like... I just, uh, it's, it's Adam, isn't it? It's all right. No, it's fine. It's just because you feel, you feel relaxed with him and Brennan did the same thing. It's the people who are really... Closely, like, <laughs> but I don't. I, never I don't. Called you Mad Eye Moody because you're a nice person, not oh. like this twat. <laughs> I blame the coffee. <laughs> I don't think that's the first time you've called me. Oh, it's not, is it? No. I'm sorry. Go on. What that. year? What what year are we talking? I, I was like nativity. three or four years old. No. What? Year, so what? We ninety six. 95, six. Ninety six. Yeah. Ninety five. Six. Great season for nativities. Ninety five. Six. Wasn't Harry Potter written then? No. Oh. No, <laughs> sorry. Mad Eye Moody's not till like you know Prisoner of Azkaban, isn't it? Is he? Yeah. Goblet of Fire. Is it? Is it Fire? Great. Awesome. There we go. He loves words Goblet and wizards. Fire these. Um, I was the only speaking part of the school nativity. I was the innkeeper, and all I had to say was "No room, go away." Right now, I was dead nervous. I I don't really remember this. I do a little bit, but I was so young. But I remember just briefly talking to me dad, going, I- "I'm the only one who's got to say it." I'm got dead nervous, and he was like, "Just say it." And if you mess it up, it doesn't matter. We all love you anyway. We're all coming to support. And I can, I'm only three years old, but I've got that memory. Oh. I've got a video of this. I'll try and find it. I'm going to slide it in if I can find it. It's on a tape of me, Dad. <laughs> so the the the, uh, the nursery woman who ran it, I don't want to call her a teacher because she wasn't. Uh, she, she, she went to, she's narrating it. She goes, and Mary and Joseph came to the inn 
And the innkeeper said, and I go, no room, go away. And then look right down my dad's camera and go, I did it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely nailed it. How are you the old, was it, there's like a narrator, one of the nursery nurses with a narrator and they yes. just decided, listen, Adam's showing serious ability here. We need to give him this one line. Yeah. Adam's showing serious signs of Disability. Disability. <laughs> we'll give him this. I Let's make you, him feel better. We know the road yeah, ahead is not going to be easy. I don't think you were given that line. Either. No room! <laughs> no room! There is no... <laughs> could you imagine if you don't... There is no room! <laughs> In the end, go away! <sighs> I um, I want to talk about Karen's flaps. Yeah. So what <laughs> What makes Karen's flaps... Because the elephant pisses and it does that. What happens for Karen's flaps to... Um, I would imagine pretty much the same. When she's weighing. She, she can pull them down and they look like chewing gum. You know when you pull a piece oh. of chewing gum? Has and she it, shown you that? She I've has. also drank her breast milk. What? No, I believe her. There's no reason. It wasn't funny enough to make up a lie. It was just a weird oddity of truth. Wasn't it? When, hang on. When you say drink it, mm, out of do you cup, mean... Out of a cup. Oh god! I didn't suck it from a tit. No, but I mean, like, like you could you could test the babies. <laughs> you can test. You, no. Like when, when you're about to feed the baby, you text the I don't mind a little lick of it. So you had a glass of breast milk. Well, that's boiling. That yeah, I eat it. She just no, what temperature like, your tit? No, but you. Some, some, oh, that's scolding. <laughs> fucking hell, Karen. You need to cool your tits. Some down. women, yeah, they do. Do like a week's worth, don't they? And put it in the fridge. Oh, She's yeah, got yeah, massive yeah. tits. Hers was like a week's worth. Yeah, oh, I yeah. didn't drink it all. Yeah, I just stuck my tongue in the cup. You just, what? What? Just to say, you have than drinking it. You were just like you were licking the milk out. Yeah. Oh God, she's not going to make a white Russian, is she? <laughs> Oh, this is lovely. Have you got any vodka? <laughs> Do you know I'd love a white Russian? <laughs> um, <laughs> no, and because it's like you know, it's dares, is isn't it? I'll just to, just to, to say my, you have my tip milk, and I'm stupid. I'm very gullible. I'll do it. Just daresies. I love the it that daresies. adults are still like, no daresies. I yes, fucking dare you. Drink me tip milk, yeah, you knobhead. Come on, who wants a cappuccino? Why is it always scouts? I don't know. Because you you're the most. Do you know what? Though, in the world. to be fair, be your scouse accent is getting better, but it's still. I can still tell you're not from Liverpool. I know. You're, you can do a com yeah. like that wasn't then no because I've not seen you for a long time but you can like if I spend yeah, an hour and a half if we do a gig together yeah, and like lose compare and we're together all night yeah. she's a performer yes yeah. you don't play the innkeeper's wife mm. at, at London Zoo for a season without having some fucking can ability can I also just um, say that I gave my Arietti from the borrowers um at the Leeds Grand Opera House. Oh, I remember the reviews, darling. Yes. Well, unfortunately, um, at the matinee performance had to get cancelled because I'd had a backlog. And um, I... A what? A backlog. Oh. I needed a poo. Yes, I single-handedly blocked the old Grand Opera House toilets and Dino Rod had to come out and plunge <laughs> and the matinee couldn't go ahead because the toilets... So while I was giving my Ariette. I'm sorry, boys and girls. <laughs> the performance cannot go on. Ariette has shat the toilet into fucking dysfunction. That's old toilets, though, isn't it? The plumbing was shit. Oh, yes, well, the old toilets, Literally. Yeah. So I've got a little question that I could do with both your help with. Right. Mm -hmm. So, because I'm... So, you know, like, Dan knows. You don't know yet. Our listeners know. I, I, I've got undiagnosed, but definitely real IBS. 
Yes. Right? Like, it would be a very quick interview with the doctor. He'd be like, yeah, yeah, you got a problem there. Yes. So if I need a poo, yes. I'm going for a poo. Yes. And I paint the bowl and... <laughs> Where a dinosaur rod. <laughs> Do you have those ones? Because I have IBS as well, and sometimes I can't tell whether it's a wee or a poo. And then I think, oh my god, I'm pissing lumps. And then I go, oh, it's just poo. <laughs> I don't know why I'm single. <laughs> I don't think. You no, I can. I can tell long. when I'm having a wee because it tends to be coming out of me. Oh god, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. God. Do sorry. sometimes wee out me bumolo. Yeah. Guys, I shut, I shut Guys. up my back in Honestly. Mexico on holiday. We went to the pyramids in Mexico, and I was like, the whole I'd had really bad food poisoning, and the the whole coach journey there, I was like, what is that smell? And to my mate Susan, I was like, I can smell shit. It's disgusting. This country stinks. And she was like, mm. and then we got up to the top of the hill, and I was like, seriously, can you can you smell that shit? And she was like, well, not as much as you can. And then she went, you've got shit up your back. And I, <laughs> You thought it was shit up your back. Yeah, I'd blown off on the coach, (laughs) and it'd gone. And you thought it was sweat. I thought it was Mexico. I just thought thought Mexico stank as shit. And I was like, "Why is it wherever I go, all I can smell is shit?" And then she was like, "You've got shit up your back." This country is disgusting, and the people are very unfriendly. Every time I walk past, like, ay ay ay. (laughs) Right. I'm having a bit of poo anxiety and I want some help and the fact that you've got IBS means you might mm. be able to help me with this. How yeah. long have you suffered with it for a while? Forever. Right. So, look, right. Recently single man, yeah? Mm. Might, you know, at some point end up, you know, back in a girl's house or somewhere. Not giving right? her an orgasm. Fingers fingers crossed. Fingers mm. crossed, maybe. Yeah, hopefully, some point. hopefully. And let's say she's got a studio apartment. Mm. You know what I mean? The dream. Mm. So it's, they're like hotel rooms with a toilet, aren't they? Hang on, studio apartment? Yeah. The dream. But just a fucking just... bedroom with a toilet. Ooh, yeah. Right? Is she is she at college? No, 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 no. Oh. This isn't a person. It's I'm like, just. I'm getting. I'm getting. It's I'm, an ensuite flat. I'm having anxious thoughts. Like, let's say yeah, I go back yeah, somewhere yeah, yeah, like yeah. that. Right? It's not happening. Mm. But I keep like running through scenarios in my head. Fingers mm. crossed. Right? Might might soon. Mm. So what if? Let's say I'm in there. Mm. In right? the it, room. Yeah. Oh. I've been in here, and now we're having a cuddle. Lovely. And I'm like, You've I had need a little. You've had a right? You know, I part. need a poo. Yeah. yeah. Now I've been in this back back when I was single before. I've been in this situation. This yeah. why this why it's in my head. Right. Because I, I started to think about like my previous conquests after I became single, um, and I was like, there's times where right. So this happened a few years ago. I was in a girl's flat, a studio flat. Yeah. And I needed a poo. So what I did was I was just like, it was like one o'clock in the morning, and I was like, I really, really just fancy. A Diet Coke. You just needed it. Yeah. Oh, you know, when you just need mm. something specific that mm. isn't yeah. in this studio apartment. So I was like, do you want a Diet And she was like, yeah, I'd love a drink. Could I get like a Fanta? And I was like, I'll go and get us one from like one of the takeaway shops. Right. So what I did was I went to a nightclub, just queued up, got in, had a shit, and then went and got <laughs> a Diet Coke and a Fanta from a chippy. And then went back. She knew she was none the wiser. I went for a shite. And now I'm thinking, imagine I end up in that same situation with this new social di- socially distanced thing and everywhere is shut at 10 o'clock I can't just go and shit in the streets at 1 o'clock in the morning it's a do faux pas you know what park. you need to do is you need to preempt this by digging holes outside <laughs> um, and having bags of straw uh, and wet wipes so that you can go outside <clears throat> have a bag with some fizzy drinks in it outside maybe in a cool box 
or a recycling box. Yeah, look, I'm talking about, like, let's say I meet a girl on a night out. How am I going to know where she lives? You want me to stalk women? Yes, I do, yes. Before? <laughs> I, it wouldn't surprise me if you've not done that before, Adam. How dare you? Do you yeah. want to come back to mine, love? Yeah, let me just bring my box. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, you've yeah. got a picnic, kind Maybe of. you could have, like, one of those usherettes. Like boxes with you whenever you go out, so you've got like everything you need. Imodium, take Imodium. That's what you need. So then, isn't that a pair of pains? No. What? No, it stops you shitting, you <laughs> idiot. How, how don't you know what Imodium is? Of all Mr. Shit, stops yeah. you popping. Oh, you I didn't take, know that. You can take Imodium instantly. I've just seen the adverts where it's the women been... look happy. I just assumed it was a period advert. He's literally been escaping properties, going into <laughs> nightclubs, paying at the door, getting fucking putting 15... his coat in, doing his shit. Poo once. Oh my god, ten pound poo, and oh I got my me fucking god. money's worth. Just wear a nappy. Just wear a nappy on a date. These are all terrible suggestions. No, but you, when you're talking not. to a girl and she's like, oh, I, don't, "I really like you," and you're like, "Well, I'm newly single, but maybe I'm ready to." You know, have a tryst, and she's like, "Oh, I'm so into it." I listen to that podcast, and you know, Dan's married, so you're the next best thing. <laughs> I want you to come back to mine and just give me the old, you know, the old, the old, and you dumb pal, right? <laughs> and then you go, "Yeah, that's it, baby." There's one question: Do you have a, um, do you have like a corridor between living room and bathroom? And how wide like, is your you Ben? Yeah, just be um, like, make sure you, you can't. <laughs> sure. You can't be about to take a girl back and ask you how, how wide is your you Ben? Why not? You've got to do your thorough research. You've got to do your thorough. Have Dino Rod on speed speed yes. dial, Imagine but also I think you need two doors between sm- <laughs> smeller and smell. Yeah. Imagine hey. Dino Rod up to a bird's house. You've just got to. Yeah. Do you know what? <laughs> I went to um. Uh, Went to New York last year. Shut up! <laughs> I won't. And um, me and my mate Tanya, uh, Saturday night, Sunday morning, stamina, right? We stayed in this <laughs> hotel room, and um, lucky we knew each other because the the room was there. Oh, bed here, glass wall, toilet, glass wall, toilet. Yeah, but there's a isn't there a switch to no. frost it? No. Wow. I think there is, and you didn't find it, you know. You can't just be pouring through glass. Well, we did. We had to. Look and away! Then, it... Look away, Tanya! <laughs> Look! <laughs> oh, is there like a button then? There's for a that? button that frosts it up so that you can have a shite. <laughs> You're not just meant to look at your best friend. You're not meant to look at your partner pouring. Just breathe on the window. This is how you. This is. Yeah. Just, yeah. Go, just breathe. You should have just breathed, or if you couldn't find a glass. Or just smeared it with shit. This. Oh, God. <laughs> this. She's as gross as you. This is how you know the size of all your mates' flaps because you don't know how to work walls. And the shower was over the toilet, so we have to have a shower. I mean, we got to the point where we'd be <laughs> sticking our nipples to the window. We were very close. You were sticking your nipples to the window while you were shitting. No, oh, when I'd, I'd no, I'd don't done, be disgusting, Adam. <laughs> oh, but yeah. I'd done my poo poo and I'd washed off the buttocks, and and then I'd hey, just for a yeah, that's because your mates though, isn't it? On the window. Do you not think to Adam's point though, it is good if you meet someone. You're an adult now. You're not. Let's not pretend. It's like my old bit about what's the point of pretending it's all nicey nice. Let's just be like I'm Adam Rowe. I shit explosively. Yeah. It's not good. Mm. You love the man. You love the disturbance in the yeah. force when I do a plot. That's you know? fine. Two or three dates in, isn't it? All yeah. oh, right. When I'm you're talking. like, when you've been able to do the fucking I'm personality talking. stuff. Do you want a drink? Should we go back to yours? By the way, 
I'm going to paint your bathroom. <laughs> Just got me wet wipes. Well, do you not think, a film Lou? in the 60s, paint your bathroom. <laughs> oh, no, it's paint your wagon. Do you not think when you meet someone, just get it all out, Lou? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You've got it right. I... On the first conversation. You're well, both mental. No, no, no. Listen, how old are you? 28. Well, then, fuck it. Right. <laughs> it's, uh, when you get past that age, when you're old like me... You have to go, hello, I fucking fancy you, want to bang you. Oh, that's nice, isn't it? Oh, did you know trees can talk? Can they? Hug a tree. <laughs> and you let it go, right? And then if they go, what the fuck are you doing? You go, you're not for me. And if they go, that's amazing. You're the one for me. Yes, there you go. You've got to get it out there straight just, away. Just literally lay your cards yeah, on yeah, the smelly table. You're specifically out. looking for serial killers. Yeah. I mean, it's an element of... Excitement, Risk. isn't it? It is, yeah. No, but I'm not being funny, but that's the way to do it. Like, you know, when I was in Australia and I stayed in a house with Larry Dean, granted... Oh, he, we had Larry Dean on a couple of episodes ago. Oh, did ago. you? Granted, he lights it up there. <laughs> oh, no, he's the bread, not the toaster. Anyway, he's a homo <laughs> sapien. But... Um, <laughs> and we didn't really know each other that well, but on the first day, where we sort of met out and we were like, we're staying in this house together, it's just you and me, uh, there's no kitchen, we have to wash up in the bathroom, I need to be aware of what's going to happen. I did the whole, were you aware that lampposts could talk? Oh. <laughs> Pfft. He laughed, he did it back, I thought, this is going to be fine. What, Larry? Did you ever worry you were going to go into the bathroom to clean the dishes and he was going to be getting sucked off by some Iranian man? An Iranian? <laughs> Iranian. No. Man. no, not an Iranian. So, hang on. Not an Iranian. I'm, I'm confused. Ooh. And if I'm confused, the listeners are confused. Yeah. You shared a house... In Perth with in, Larry Dean. As part of the Australian Comedy Festival. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they just bunged you into a house together. No, we decided we were going to live together. But it's a very... Sp- it's shared a, accommodation, yeah. but there's no kitchen. There was no... Furious. There was no kitchen. There was just a bathroom. There was just a microwave on a cupboard and a bathroom. So that was right. would you have the kettle in the bath? There was no kettle. There was a kettle. In the one of the rooms. Yeah. And lots of cockroaches. Oh gross. Yeah. And he's a real pussy because he can't do insects. So right. can you? Well, I had to because he weren't fucking doing it. Oh, oh fuck the Get into that spider. What is it about comedy festivals? Billy as well. <laughs> <laughs> what is it about comedy festivals that's grim? There's like, there's like festivals where you're like, we did Glastonbury, we had to shit in the field. Mm. You expect it. Yeah. When, when you're doing Edinburgh or like Melbourne or Perth, you expect like a slightly higher standard of living. We had a lovely house. Don't get me wrong, it was lovely, but the whole place was. I wasn't aware that there would be as many cockroaches in Australia as there was right that might maybe <coughs> might stop it being lovely for me yeah I'd be weird with insects in Australia because spiders and that are fucking dangerous over there aren't they they can hurt yeah the ones over here are just like hey I'm chilling but like in Australia they're like pow, pow. <laughs> and over here they're like what right, mate so don't worry I'm just a British spider do you know for yeah. a second I'm doing, I could do fuck all in Australian there, spiders I like Steve that. Irwin was really <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's nailed it because of you your knowledge of the spider species was incredible there Adam yeah did you have a good time in Oz I had a brilliant time had a lovely time when was this was this last year no this was this year so I got down I got home oh of course before the lockdown so yeah what a fucking coming down to earth that is do you know it was fine because 
like obviously we're always driving everywhere aren't we hours and hours and hours blah 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 and so being in Australia you're walking to the gigs and doing whatever lovely bit of sunshine relax a vu no cars that's the best thing about Edinburgh I was just about to say that walking in the you just you can park your car up for a month and be like oh my favourite thing my favourite year in Edinburgh which was also I think my best show but no one important seen it I lived my show was at the mash house right in the middle and my flat was literally the next door to the mash house and there were times where my show was at seven there was times when I woke up at quarter to seven because I'd like had a heavy night the night before on the aisle and I was just like <gasps> yeah end. I'm going to record at seven my flyers have done the job like on a Saturday it's already sold out and you're like yeah I'll be fine I, I needed more time than that to otherwise well, otherwise well, the start of the show would be like me going <laughs> that year as well I need a you walk in you mentioned your accommodation having cockroaches and we got there that year and Edinburgh's the worst for this mm. is your accommodation not quite being what it looked like on the pictures now in real life when you get a flat or you're going to live somewhere you go and view it a couple of times first don't you or especially if you're going to buy somewhere you're going to live somewhere for an extended period of time and a month is a long time but Edinburgh's notorious there's a few fucking property companies who are known for making things look better than they are and uh, like not like necessarily putting the safety things in place we turned up at our flat and there was just a smackhead like leaning against our front door so it was in a block of flats and against our front door it with a blanket over them and I went you alright mate and he went alright pal yeah but as if like yeah just step over me but that's that's all very well you had he was outside of your house uh, one year I stayed with Angela Barnes and Juliet Myers and we walked into the flat and the bed was still warm because somebody had heard the key going and they'd fucked off the beds were still warm and that, the whole place had that smell of boy asleep. All the clothes were still in the wardrobe. Uh, the windows were propped open by skateboards. Uh, I oh. tapped the radiator to see whether we could have any heating. whole thing fell off the wall. All I've heard there is free skateboards. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You get... I mean, you weren't paying top whack for that, were you? Yes. Uh, fucking... The Edinburgh Festival, if you yeah. don't know... It's a weird combo of like some private residencies going, Oh, we'll go away for the for the month of August. It's Bedlam in town anyway. And we'll they make about away. two and a half grand and then some students subletting, which they're yeah. not really meant to do, which is just that like, oh fucking hell yeah, just try and make We'll go on holiday and we will give our two bedroom house that we pay four hundred pounds a month for to this person who is poor. And that will be seven thousand pounds, please. <laughs> We're going to Go to the Maldives, all inclusive, mm. for a month. I we want stay horrible. We want stable. We'll stay there. Never place. going back, you know. Are you done? I'll go back for like a couple of days or maybe a week to get a tour show ready. I'm never doing the full month up there again. It can suck my pipe. Yeah, done with it. Yeah, it's just it's a bit of a rigged game, isn't it? That's the problem. Loaded dice. It, it feels like it's becoming outdated by the internet. It's almost becoming. Borderline irrevel- irre- yeah. irrelevant. Look at Mo, look, Mo Gilligan, dude. Look at this Paul podcast Burnham, has done like, more yeah. for my career than my four solo Edinburgh shows has done. Yeah, and costs less money. Yeah, but the, the back in the day, the very first time I went to Edinburgh, because I am really old, Adam. What a surprise! Seventy-two. How old are you? Forty-six. Are you really? Yeah. And I still going. <laughs> still fucking going. Still, oh! still got. Still got our own safe. Um, at the first year I went was ninety-one. And then, yeah. Who did you see? Not performing, but but. 
Oh. You weren't a comic in 91, no, were you? No, no, I was... I was did the... Wasn't 91 Frank Skinner's year? It was in and around there when he won the Perrier. I can't remember, but uh, we were in the original Gilded Balloon on Cowgate, which is... The dressing rooms are the mash house now. So that bar in the mash house was our dressing room, which we shared with Vic and Bob. Come on. I know. And then the whole festival, progressively, the festival, was the comedy festival, was sponsored by Marlborough Lights. So it's called the Lighten Up Festival. And <laughs> you would turn up and you'd have... I love um, the olden times. Yeah. You'd, you'd People turn, like fags yeah. sponsor a festival. Do you know it's what, though? Like you two, would get, you'd get free fags. So you'd... I went to Edinburgh smoking <laughs> a few fags, maybe. And every year, for about three or four years, I went home with a 60-a-day problem. So what you would do is you'd find a, uh, an old fag packet like silk cut or whatever as long as it had one fag in it they would swap that for a full packet of Marlborough Lights you never had to pay for fags oh I mean my god it's mad that until like three yeah. or four years ago Embassy still sponsored the World Snooker Championship yeah and then someone went isn't there a bit of a problem that a sport is sponsored by the opposite of sport <laughs> let's yeah. get but rid I, of that but I do think this corona thing this corona thing will do Edinburgh uh, the fucking world of good and I also think that maybe Edinburgh should maybe just be once every two years. Well, that's not going to happen, though, is it? It's not going to. It's worth too much money to people who make. It's it. Yeah, but it needs to reset to the to the way it was back in the day. It can retract, but it can't go off. It can't go year on year off. Have you burped? What? Have you just burped? I did. Yeah. Oh, it smells like fucking tuna butties. It's horrible. <laughs> what did you have? Have you had tuna? I don't know. Or have you been But I mean, I love it. We've just talked about his terrible <laughs> toilet tendencies. But I didn't shit on the desk. I know, but honestly, the way you use words, it smells like it. <laughs> it's so emotive. I'm like, I think I can smell your terrible poos. Just because you're like, and then this happened. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. Just a little bit of wind. <clears throat> I wish I could summon them. My mum and dad played smells like tennis. flower. I can do them as often as what? Watch. <laughs> That's horrible. How do you do it? It's been a really a high class one today, hasn't it? <laughs> Fanny lips and Belgians. <laughs> oh, oh, that's going to set someone's misophonia off. Yeah, Adam, you've nailed it. You've nailed you know, it. You've my nailed it. my vulva's just gone dry. It really has. Don't do that when you're trying to woo the ladies. Oh, Turned his mic off. Can't I? Thank you. <laughs> 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 yeah, fucking rat. Oh, dear. Do you, I honestly don't think they can just... With Edinburgh, it's going to shrink because you can't have... You can no longer have 60 people in a room that really should have no more than 30 people in. Like, this year... With the walls this sweating year, asbestos. This, this year had to go. Next year will not be the same. People's confidence in public spaces is going to be diminished isn't it like and so if some of these venues don't exist it has to all just shrink in I don't think that's a terrible thing and if then that has the knock on effect of like the student unions and the pleasants going maybe we need to reduce these fees for performers and therefore the ticket price that would be pretty healthy wouldn't it that's not going to happen though is it do you not think no nope. because if they don't do that if they're like well there's less people we'll have to increase the price it might as well just give up the ghost of being a proper comedy festival it's and just be like a Oxbridge, Cambridge, London-based industry thing, which it shouldn't be. It should be for all Brit world performers from around the world in the British comedy circuit to come and show what they can do. I genuinely, next August, want to do the Have A Word Comedy Festival in Liverpool. Cool. 
I really do. And this is growing so quickly that I think we'll be able to do that. No problem. We'll put like a weekend on maybe. Just have like solo shows staggered throughout today. Yeah. A weekend festival. Oh my God, that'd be good. Can we get Lou in the... Uh, Larry a f- uh, house with a f- <gasps> with a fucking kitchen. We did. The- we'll fucking sort you out. Can we? Can me and Larry? We did. Uh, we were slightly obsessed with doing the Ouija board. So we did the Ouija board in the house at uh, once, and we could do yeah. that live. We could do that live, right? And then Larry you got- did a Ouija board. Yeah, and then do you believe in this sort of stuff? Yeah, of course I do. Are so you a bit Barry Dodsey? You're a bit ghosty. My mum's a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> Mine too. <laughs> <laughs> Mine three. <laughs> What's that, Mum? Move on. Right. <laughs> Stop eating tuna sandwiches. Right, will do. Your mum's a what? She talks to dead people. But... She, <laughs> she sees dead people. You know what? I'm glad she's here, because I know he, he's half spiritual, but not really, and you're sort of like... No, I'm not. I don't believe in any of that shit. But you believe there's no. something. Yeah, since Everton, like, the top when of I the league, my car, When I crashed my car, you texted me and said that your ma looking over you, that. So you're not... You're not 100% out of it Give that more context Do you mean when you survived Yeah yeah When oh, I survived a car crash that your mum made you crash your car Yeah <laughs> <laughs> Fucking nonce Your mum's that- pissed off at you lad Fucking wrapping you around the M6 That's, that's your mum looking down upon you And just She drove you into safety What about the uh, kid that died that's last a nice week thing to say innit I know It's a fucking Mom's silly asshole, thing Yeah Mum was having a fag break Like oh shit <laughs> Fucking Dave's dead <laughs> I was really fucking I just went for a big shit in heaven that was perfectly formed I had IBS when I was alive you get to heaven you shit perfectly and you can smoke well, your voice goes a bit fucking weird yeah. I mean I used to speak like a lady but in heaven fucking right, burning oh, man so I I've had a few things like with that sort of whatever oh Jesus I'll go, go on I'll give you a... oh, go on do it I'll give you a reading if you like oh yeah. my god shut the front fuck up <laughs> I should have bought my I've got I'll, sorry I'll um I'll come back I'll come back again I'll oh is there no way we could do a reading now on the have a word spiritual podcast <laughs> can we do a cold reading can you can like, you do it can you like, do anything now can you oh. do like google tarot cards or something like that and use that like a random I need them physically here oh shit I'll come back and I'll do you a reading no do them now let's read the sharpie pens <laughs> Oh, you're colourblind. Do, you do you have to have the cards to re- read them? Sometimes not. Sometimes... Um... Read his eyebrows. That's <laughs> oh. oh. freaking me out. Turkish. <laughs> Are you really... Can you do anything right now? Is there anything you could do right now? Well, not now you're staring at me. And Sometimes I can. Sometimes I get little, like, bits and pieces. Okay, so let me tell you a couple of things. So, my... My mum used to go to psychics a lot, mm-hmm. right? She she liked them, and my cousin goes to them quite a bit. Um, <laughs> again, over there. Right. So, a couple of years ago, I had to move in to my auntie's, right? Because my dad hat was ill, and I couldn't be there for a bit. So I lived in my auntie's, and one night I'd come back from a gig, and I was sat on like the the way her couches were laid out was like so. There's a couch here and a couch where you are. And I just got this unbelievably overwhelming feeling that my mum was sat on the arm of that couch looking at me. I couldn't see her. There was no, like, I didn't hear anything. I just felt like my mum was looking at me and she was sat there. And I can't explain it. And then my cousin went to a psychic. Now, I 
Because I know people can learn to be psychics. Like uh, Tom Bins, who does character comedy, learned to be Ian DeMonford in about fucking three months. And I know that you can learn it. But what I can't get me around is like future predictions. So at the time, my cousin went to um, my cousin went to a psychic, and she got told a, a family member of ours who at the time was in a mental hospital. She was told. Uh, he's going to be on a roof soon, but don't worry, he'll be okay. And the next night, this person got on the roof of the mental hospital and was had to be talked out the very next day. And I can't explain that. So, do you know what I mean? No, I can't. And there's a couple any... of things my mum got told that I can't really say on here that have come true as well. Have you got any roofers oh, in my... your family? What? Have you got any roofers in your family? Yeah, me and Kobani. <laughs> but it wasn't him. <laughs> so, come on. This is interesting stuff because we... I love it. I'm open-minded. You're a complete stop being a dickhead. But you're... Oh, totally. Which, obviously, and I... There's a lot of things that some other... You know, I've seen a lot of weird things, but and if you have to logically try to give an explanation for something, mm -hmm. and if you can't, then you get oh, well, maybe that's something else. I, I drank a bottle of rum the night I thought my mum was there. <laughs> yeah, mm. yeah. <laughs> I sucked yeah. off Abraham Lincoln, but that was ketamine. <laughs> you as well. Fuck it out. Three score and so your mum speaks to dead people. Is she like? A clairvoyance, is she a psychic? Yeah. Yeah. Do you not want to talk about it? Not really. I'll give you a reading. One I'll I'll do Oh, you big read tease. Yeah. You read. You don't want to talk about it. You wouldn't do the reading on, on the podcast. I would do. I'd come back and do it properly. Okay. But, but So I you can do... when you do the readings, yeah. you can you feel like you can speak to what, his dead relatives or Yeah, sometimes it's just through the cards and sometimes people come and have a word have a word sorry mate if it honestly Do you, does it have to be tarot cards or can you use like playing cards and Pokemon cards <laughs> top trumps pal. Top, yeah. top no trumps. but like my mum's better dead than yours can't you be like right Pikachu's death and then uh, Bulbasaur means light or like can you not just assign them and then shuffle them and yeah you could you go go in someone's purse and be like Mastercard <laughs> American Express Visa Debit I'm suspecting I that you're really in debt <laughs> <laughs> and, uh... Burton yeah, yeah I can't. I'm just getting a feeling like your finances yeah. are fucked yeah. I'm feeling like Nando's owe you two <laughs> <main> meals <laughs> you got fucking three red chilies on this kid <laughs> oh my god yeah. so it has to be tarot cards you can't just like use other ones and assign them things not for me no so where do you think people are where I mean Adam's mum was on the but where is she this is my problem with it yeah. I like the I love dealing with the idea of it but I want to know honestly when people are like just got a feeling watching down and that they're there and then where they are where are they my mum is, is on thing. a couch watching Big Brother season one with a vodka and diet coke and it what a perpetual nightmare that must be <laughs> is that if that's eternity that I mean, well that she is, loved Big Brother but then it got a bit boring after like four or five yeah, series try <laughs> try eternity and she's like god I'm on season one the year's 2375 well, the first one was won by a scouser called Craig wasn't it he was a painter and decorator oh well then it'd be fine for eternity that's yeah. how scouse people like, are one of ours I never watched season two <laughs> <laughs> fucking Tories where are know. people Luke? I don't know where they are they're omnipresent aren't they are they all around yeah and, the, and these are these people waiting to go to heaven or I don't know have they not been assigned like I a I really don't know Dan I don't oh, this know this is where I'm I get not... into it yeah, this is where I get intrigued yeah. by it because where was you know when you had your crash if mum's looking down where was she on the roof she was on the roof on the roof of the car the whole family's on the fucking roof <laughs> 
I had this one thing. Um, I was been gigging a lot, and then I was had a full time job at the time, and then I had to, uh, anyway busy week, and then I was in the car and I, and I was going to Tanya's wedding. Yeah, and um, I was knackered, and I finished work Friday night, M six, in the middle lane on the motorway. I fell completely asleep whilst driving, <sighs> and just gone. And my this this just make it sound a bit weird, and I'm aware of that. I'm sounding bonkers, but my phone rang, and the screen was completely blank, and it just rang and rang around, and it woke me up. And as soon as I woke up, it stopped, and I was just going under the wheel arch of a lorry, like a foreign lorry that had no guard. Oh my god! Yeah, a foreign lorry. A foreign lorry that had no coming over here killing our fucking sleeping women. (laughs) Yeah. But I was like, that somebody's definitely looking after me there because the phone's ringing. And you know, you, it's got a. There was nothing on it. It just rang. Yeah. How fuming would you be if you'd have answered? And I'd like, so have you been missold PPI? <laughs> like, Thank you so now. much. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah. Now, did it definitely ring or did oh, you just wake up? No, it was there was a missed call? Ringing and ringing and uh, yeah, there was a missed call, but no, there was nothing. Oh, God. And and you see, what, have you I got, haven't got an explanation for that. Well, no. You, have you got... But that doesn't mean ghosts and spirits exist. No, but have you not got anything where you're like, oh, what was that? What happened there? Who I think that? there is nothing more fucking terrifying than the idea that the dead can watch the living. <laughs> there have been, there have been, on estimate, a hundred billion humans alive ever that have died that are all right? watching you that's a hundred billion yeah. dead humans from homo sapiens to cleopatra to abraham lincoln king henry the eighth my mum your mum all watching me wank no, off to some they can only shit. watch you if they knew you <laughs> that's not <laughs> that's true that's the most made up rule i've that's ever not known true. bullshit henry abraham lincoln's like ooh, what's it you need scouts to do and your mum's henry the eighth is not interested in watching you crack one out so but, what your mom might be. How? But how? Just that the idea that the dead can watch is fucking horrible. Like when you're like, "Hello, everyone." <laughs> Maybe they can only watch stuff that isn't a sin. What? How? Can Maybe I, that's what sins are. How sneaky He's Catholic are you? A sin. Yeah. Oh, I'm a oh it's a disgusting <laughs> little sin. I'm a sinner. Oh. That I, honestly is one of the things that freaks me out the most. I don't even mind if there's a heaven and hell. I'll deal with the entry to that Oh, you're later not going on. to heaven. You're going to hell. No, I don't think so. Oh, you are. Oh, no, I don't think so. You are. Oh, I've played I it. I am. I've played I can't it on the fairway. Cold. What? I can't bear being cold. <laughs> <laughs> Is heaven cold? <laughs> oh, I suspect so. But if I'm, if I'm put in front of a bit of fresh air or a fire... I'm going to sit by the fire. <laughs> Love it. I tell you what about hell. It's a fucking nightmare. I'm getting, constantly getting things stuck up my bum. But be honest, it's cleared a lot of my IBS and I don't have to play for central heating. So eternal torture doesn't seem so bad because Eon are a bastard for the fucking heating bill. We spoke about this in an early episode. The idea that heaven and hell doesn't make any sense because the devil is going to like the people who God doesn't like and he wouldn't punish them. Why would doesn't make any sense, people? does it? He'd yeah. Punish the good people, wouldn't he? Why would he be fucking shoving pineapples up people's asses just because they pissed God off? So did he? Not bad, isn't he? Does the it, devil do that? Yeah. The devil's meant to be pineapples. A, it's meant to be an asshole, isn't he? The devil. If you go to hell, whatever your idea of torture is, yes. they do it. That's that's the that's the medieval idea, isn't it? Do you know what? So I'll have a to pineapple up the bum is I'll not for everyone. Just sky having to change me package. Oh my god! <laughs> Imagine if that was your hell. 
<laughs> it would be. Uh, it just it would be. <laughs> I'd rather be fucking dry bummed by fucking. Mama be down to Nabby on repeat. No. <laughs> Period. You'd dry. get into that. A fucking. <laughs> what, the same episode then? Uh, yeah. Try and having to cancel a subscription or like just take the HD channels off, like the amount of fucking. Yeah, just wait a minute for us and then they'll play like a fucking. Like a, a song that you like. But like. Like. You know, a song that's like an earworm that you do like, but like it gets fucking boring fucking quickly. Yeah. Then what's your what's your Mambo number five? Imagine just Mambo number which is quite, you know, little bit of Monica in my imagine that on repeat for twenty four hours. Well here's with the irony. One of my ideas of hell is being surrounded by Christians. So how does that fucking work? (laughs) Someone's gonna take an L for the team there and listen guys, you've made it to heaven, but we've got this particularly annoying little atheist fucker who's down there in hell. Can't really be doing with groups of Christians, so every day we're gonna have to send six or seven of you down to hell just to piss him off. I mean, how does that work? Exactly. Just naughty Christians. <laughs> that was what, so, that was so idea bad, like, Naughty Christians. My <laughs> idea of hell would be watching people with no teeth gum their way through a steak. And I say that because my dad lost his teeth in lockdown and he's not been able to get them replaced. And sitting opposite him in a restaurant as he gums his way through a, <laughs> a, a ribeye is one of the most horrific things I have ever witnessed in my entire life. And if I had to sit through that hour after hour, because it took him hours. <laughs> How does that even work? How does he even order a ribeye? You're like, Dad, you've got no teeth. Get a fucking fromage fray. You cannot, <laughs> you cannot challenge my dad because he will just plough on in. And he he softened that meat with his gum. Oh, my God. What, does he just, like, gullet it like a, like a pelican? Oh, just soften it, just soften it, just soften oh, it. Oh, yeah, that's my hell. That's partly my hell. Is your and dad, is your dad a Christian? If you've got no teeth, shut the fuck up and have a soup. Hey! <laughs> Ribeye soup. No, I don't like listening to people eating in je- at all. I've got that real... Oh yeah. So that would be my Oh my god. Oh my god. Can I add can I add to my hell list? Mm. My dad, Peter Nightingale. Yes. Early nineties. Sunday dinner. Yeah. PN PN. Um he used to eat his Sunday dinner. I've never heard volume come from a man who was eating with his mouth closed. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And you you know you want to go, close your mouth and you're like, oh my god, it is closed. How the fuck is it that loud? Have you ever eaten dinner Uh, with Oh, uh, can you bleep names out? No. Oh, okay. Have you ever eaten dinner with somebody that I will tell you afterwards? Oh, this is. I'll just say it. Go and say it. We can't can't bleep it. it? We're not. I'll forget. Go on. Who is it? Sorry. Um. Just say it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, And what you get is. Oh. Such a good Alex Borman impression. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. So how, I, how many dinners have you I had? I mean, what's Freddie? the point? Not, what's the point not saying his name if you're going to nail it like that? <laughs> and you know my favourite word, Dan, m- masticating. He that that's it's just awful. Uh, yeah, that is that's going to oh, go gosh. on my that's going in my hell. Mm. Just the noisy yeah. eaters. Yeah. Is fucking horrific. It's honestly, yeah, just because being on if the they're phone. like that with their dinner, what are they like in the sack? Do you know what I mean? And like, it would be, I think my hell would involve the Mersey Flow Bridge just next to Runcorn as well. There's something that winds me up so massively about that bridge. Is it about paying to go over it? It's paying afterwards mm. kills me. Absolutely mm. kills me. 
and Jews. I anyway, think Carl's just remembered he's got to pay because he drove us over. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not allowed to drive. Um, should we have a break? Yeah, I think so, because we're a wee bit over schedule. Yeah, but Sorry, it's just going to be a lot. I've just been chomping no, on. No, it's not brilliant. On, uh, we don't put time limits on these. It just means it's going to be a long episode, but our listeners like that shit more. What? Let's content. have a word from one of our glorious sponsors. Hmm. So we've got a brand new sponsor today, guys. It is Manscaped. These are the best in men's below-the-belt grooming, and Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped just launched in the UK. We've gone years without using the right tools over here. They've been massive in America for a while, and you can be one of the first men in the country to experience this stuff. At the amount of times I have nicked around my pub area, then gone for a shower, and it's things like fuck. Is exactly why Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. The Manscaped engineering team has perfected the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created, and just released the new and improved Lawnmower 3.0, the third lawnmower, and it features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce manscaping accidents. No more nicking those balls. When I say this is premium, I mean it. It's the best razor I've ever used. The battery lasts an hour and a half. The water-resistant technology allows you to groom in the shower. One of the coolest features is the LED light, which illuminates grooming areas for a closer and more precise trimming. You get a little torch on your balls. They've also upgraded to a 7,000 RPM motor with the quiet stroke trademark technology and let's not forget about the charging stand that looks boss the charging stand it looks nice not that ugly not going to make your bathroom look all non-fancy I know you've just had it done up because it's been locked down and that if you're listening to me speak right now I want you to experience it firsthand for yourself let's get that bush to touch clean let's get the balls to the gooch all tidy and shiny and you can get 20% off because you listen to this amazing podcast and free shipping you get that with the code word at manscaped.com so go to manscaped.com and apply the code word word that's w-o-r-d when you check out and your balls are going to be thanking you get 20% off and free shipping with the code word at manscaped.com two mics two leads and a lot of time on their hands this is have a word are you ready adam Rowe, comedian born ready mate luke conran are you ready i am ready <laughs> She is very good at this voice. Which accent are you doing? Is that East Anglia? Am I right? <laughs> oh, it is Bedfordshire. <laughs> oh my God, you're so good at Bedfordshire. That's what we always say on this podcast, you know, like if you don't specify where it's meant to be from, is it a problem? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I'm from Luton. <laughs> Do you know the Eshan episode when he went... Yeah. <laughs> the amount of people that I know, like not like listeners, like my mates who watch it have gone, oh, that bit got me. <laughs> Eshan Akbar doing a Nigerian bus driver and stuff. Oh, it. Eh, eh. Yeah, it was. <laughs> what did you put? Like, oh, don't specify, but no. No, it was. We it. literally told him to do it, yeah. Um, oh, Lou might be good for our game, you know, in a bit. I think we need a rejiggle on that game because I think we made it too fucking hard. I reckon if there's if it's ever going to work, it's with Lou. I, I reckon. Think I, for, for the love of God, I think we need to just simplify it. For, so for next time you're on Lou, because it's so I convoluted. Wanna it. I want to try it, and if it doesn't work, we'll cut it out. <sighs> Give it a go. Do you want to play the game? Yeah, go on then. Because Lou's an actor, you got to remember. I think we just need to make it. Can you do the accent? No. Oh. Cool. It's not as fun. This is now your Give favorite. me me box. I think the adjective needs to go. Yeah, that's what I mean. 
He's fucking no. Shut a, up. You're a, both wrong. A mournful. So this is the, you're you're coming in for an audition. Okay, right. Fuck right. Okay. And the role I want you to play. Yep. Is mm-hmm. a water slide attendant. Yeah. Right. Countries. Yeah. <laughs> From. <laughs> it takes the shuffle very seriously, doesn't it? Like it's like nah. boring. <laughs> India. <laughs> Uh, I can't do that. That's terrible. Oh, is it? We are terrible, though. Who's crying? <laughs> it's the fucking adjective. A crying Indian water slide attendant. It's always the adjective that makes it weird. Go on. <laughs> if you can do this. Do I have to do the accent? No. Yes, no. you do. Of course you do. I mean, if you can somehow get across that they're Indian in another way, then feel free to. However, you won't be the first person to do an Indian accent on this podcast. <laughs> So you're not gonna get oh, the fingers! No. <laughs> Do it! Oh, oh my God! Is it my turn to go down the slide? Why are you crying? Why as? Why you are you not, upset? Do you think that's Indian? No. Oh, I'm not the Indian. Oh, sorry. I'm I'm a customer. You're the I want to go down the slide. It's my turn. Give me the dinghy. I do. Give me the rubber ring. I do not want you to go down the slide. <gasps> so good. Why can't I go down no, the slide? No, 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 no. Somebody have very bad accident on the slide and I cannot allow uh, you to go down. I thought I could smell shit. Mm, <laughs> I, Who I'm put not, on I'm this not slide? I'm entirely comfortable with this. Uh, I tell you what, though, you're very good. Do you know, he tried to throw himself on the uh, political correctness uh, like grenade by doing an African accent, which made an Indian. Jordi. Hey, you're. Jordi. Jordi. Um, your that was a very good voice. You really got into it. I I don't want to do this anymore. I feel a little bit uncomfortable, but <laughs> you are don't necessarily think that it is very good. I have mucked myself. An American painter and decorator, right? You fucking love painting and decorating, you know. Who is lost emotionally? <laughs> what? Hey, y'all! <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I'd love to paint your bathroom, <laughs> but I don't know how to. I got a brush, I got some paint. Oh, I better. I got I'm in a hotel in New York. And I just discovered there's a button you can press to frost out your glass while you're having a shit. (laughs) Well, that's all well and good, but I want to go down this slide. (laughs) (laughs) Very well done, guys. Beautifully done. Yeah. Uh, Shall we crack on? Yeah. Oh, is he making me do more? Oh, God. Take the win. You had a win. (laughs) The gay porn fluffer. Gay porn fluffer. <laughs> oh no! He's picking a he's picking a special, isn't he? This is for Carl. Ah, oh, this is phenomenal. No, it isn't. No, it isn't. <laughs> <laughs> I think this FA Cup draw is rigged. <laughs> I the don't balls know. Are hot. I don't know if you can tell. A surprised German <laughs> Chris Akabusi lookalike. <laughs> Yes! Mate, can we sellotape those together? <laughs> Finally. 
<laughs> You've just met Chris Akabusi for the first time. So I'll be Chris Akabusi. Who? Okay. Rouse! What? Um. Nine. What is that? Nine. Oh, yeah, I am so surprised to meet. Oh, Chris Akabusi. No, now do your voice, Adam. Now what do your voice like? that you've done for the last two. His catchphrase. catchphrase catchphrase is awooga. Awooga! Awooga! Oh, no, no, no. That's John Fashnew. <laughs> oh, God. That's a problem. Upset me. Nasty bitch. No, they were TV personality at the same time. Uh, right, Oh, so yeah, yeah. That's what you mean. I'm Chris Akabusi. Awooga! You look oh. so fucking similar to me, mate. Are you a Chris Akabusi look like? Uh, Ausgang Yes <laughs> I am sin <laughs> What is happening? Adam oh, Podcast gold, Lou Podcast Is it? Is it? Do you know, I'm inclined to agree with Dan That that bit doesn't really work for it's me It's <laughs> so hard It's so hard It's like, I, can, I get anxious Oh, oh my god oh, Sorry if I've offended anyone if you've offended anyone, then they haven't listened to any other episode. Oh, okay. <laughs> right. Oh. Woo. If you'd have done the African voice for the actual Chris Akabusi, I'd have had to have a little walk in the car park. I'd have had to walk that one off. I think I might have believed that someone was watching down. Mm-mm. What have you got? Uh, we've got some Would You Rathers. Mm-hmm. We... This is a staple of, you know, we built this house on Would You Rathers. Okay. And then we, we haven't done loads recently. Did you do them last week with Paul? I did some with Paul and Glenn, yeah. Did some classics, though. Oh, the classics. Mm. Um, all right, fellas, this is from James. It says, would you rather have to shave all your hair off your entire body on the day of every World Cup final, or you have to vol- volley the nearest object to you? For example, you would have to volley your phone across the room Every time you sneeze, cheers, James. So you have an affliction, yeah? You have to choose one of these afflictions. Either it's full, shiny, dolphin, smooth shave once every four years on the World Cup final, or every time you sneeze, something's getting fucking volleyed. You're literally half volleying something into a wall. I'm shaving me. I'd shave my hair off, wouldn't I? I thought, honestly. Of course I fucking would. I'm not going to. My phone's expensive. It'll take you about 15 minutes. I, I, I could do it now quite easily. Yeah, so could I. <laughs> <laughs> do you know the hairiest bit of me? Oh, no. It's my toes. Oh. Really hairy toes. Hairier than your head. Oh, well, apart from that bit. <laughs> but, you know, can you imagine if this. Was on my toes. Yeah. You'd be weird that you were dyeing your toe hair. That would also be a little bit of a... Oh, well, this is... I'm becoming hairier and hairier. I need to start getting my back waxed rather than shaved. Because it's growing back in abundance. (gasps) And it grows like a map of the world. It's patchy as fuck. And it's like, Africa, America, Asia. We are the world. (laughs) The (laughs) ocean. There's kids holding hands. We've got to save the world. It looks um, like there's been a forest fire. I I waxed an ex-boyfriend's back once. And I pulled a mole out. At the root as well, and, ah! mm, and uh, I squished it back in with a bit of the wax oh. and held my finger on it and held it until it sort of sealed. Mm-hmm. And then he rang me a couple of days later in a panic, going, "Oh, I think I got cancer. My mole's fallen off in the shower." 
because I didn't tell him that I'd done that. Did you ever tell Maybe him? Maybe I'll just stick to shaving. You're going to have to get on board, but that lad, no. you're going to have to do it for me. Um, do, do, just just, just for context, Adam, recently single, doing all right, getting through, asked, uh, asked Carl for a back shave. And Carl did it as a friend. What? In my bath. <gasps> this homoerotic thing, it's lovely. You two should hey, just bang. You got your nips out in New York with your best mate. This is the same, same deal, isn't it? There is that, but she didn't shave them. She didn't shave her nips. <laughs> Have you ever had to shave your nips? No. Yeah, so when because I, I trim my I trim my body hair because I just think you can't have like a rug when no. you can't grow hair on your head. No. You've got to trim other places as well. Yeah. So this is easy for me. I'd be like, I'd whip it all off. But you, if without eyebrows, it's quite a lot for me, sir. Oh my god, I would love to shave you. I can't see the microphones. In wouldn't the you look? Wouldn't there be a little bit of OCD about you? Just love. You're not as hairy on the tum-tums as you... As you, you look like you're going to be hairier than that. The thing is, I didn't expect this today. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't expect the, the nudity today. Do you not? I can get me, me baps out. So can I. But <laughs> yeah. I choose not to. Get, sure. your, get your toes out. <laughs> yeah, Do you out. know that on British TV, that the rule to show an erect penis is it can't be more erect than the mull of Kintyre? You know the little dick at the top of the British Isles? It can't be That's, that's what they measure it against. The mole of Kintyre? <laughs> Google it before you press it. Google it. Press it. Hang on. Mate. You've got to make a decision right now on whether you press that button. And the other day, you didn't know about canaries in mines, right? Mm-hmm. And How you, do you know, know about, about canaries dicks. in mines? Because I've lived under a rock. But no, you've not. How do you know about the dick mole of Kintyre? <laughs> because I looked into it. For reasons that will become clear. <laughs> so it was an urban myth which has been denied. It's bullshit. By the I, it was, it's on the BBC's website. Well, it's been denied by them. Okay. Yeah, but you can't tell that to a conspiracy theorist, can you? That's what they want. That's, you f- to that's what the Illuminati want you to fucking think. Yeah. You cannot show an erect penis if it is more erect than the mull of Kintyre. <laughs> That's yeah. made my day. <laughs> and you can't show a vagina if it's bigger than whales. <laughs> That's the other one. Oh, it's Channel 5. That's a Channel 5 rule. Yes! Anybody yeah, watches Channel Shove 5? your bell up your ass, you rat. But not too far. If it's not, you know, further than yeah. mull. Yeah, uh, if it would be it's good not classed as a sexy, and if it's more direct, if it's it, less erect than a mullet, it'd tire. be good to have that up there. So then, a uh, lady, <laughs> my good it? lady wife, would know where my G spot is. Like, oh, Dan, yeah, go on, Laura, go on. <laughs> if, you having like se- if you were having sex with a lady like and you know you started hitting a bell, would it put you off? What you know, if she'd shoved the bell up there and it got lost, and then you were just you were hitting the right head, just, just like literally. Like, Every time, just... every time you fucking it, it sounds like someone's coming in your shop. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fucking only door! Two sc- two school children at once. <laughs> only two school children at once. <laughs> what was that voice? Generic shopkeeper. <laughs> oh dear! Oh. Wow! It's time for I have a word. <laughs> You yeah. have a rhythm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think you're gonna be good at these, Lou. Yeah. Because you're, you're, you know, very considerate. I don't know if I've ever told you this before. I oh, think, I'm very considerate. Darling. Um, says hi, Alan and David. 
Please can you have a word with my ridiculous husband? During lockdown, while all the barbers were closed, I cut my husband's hair like everyone else had to. I'm fucking shit at it. I've never had to cut hair before. I work in a bank for fuck's sake. Now the barbers are open again. Yay! Uh, no. He still asked me to cut his bastard hair. I love this woman. Making comments like, I want a two at the back, going into a three, blended in on the sides, etc., etc. I am not a fucking hairdresser. Please, can you have a word and tell him to go back to the barbers or else the next cut will be a Dan Nightingale. <gasps> Slightly pedoey. Oh. Love you guys. That's from Jess. I'm going to say to Jess, this is what I have done to a previous um, uh, gentleman caller, uh, loosely gentleman, uh, he liked me to bleach his hair for him and it uh, was not a job that I relished. So what I did was I pretended to put bleach on the top of his hair but I wrote the word cunt in bleach on the back of his head. And that solved that. He never asked me again. So all she needs to do is get some clippers and write the word twat or cunt or... See, the only thing I've ever done like that is when my ex asked me to do the dishes and I just did them really badly. So she'd be like, well, you were really bad at them. You can't be doing the dishes. And I was like, oh, no, but I love doing the dishes. That's, oh, not, that's not quite as vindictive no. as a cunt in the back of your head, is it? I mean, that, that by the way, that is a great tactic. As long as the, your partner loves you. I have heard of it. Yeah, to be like, uh, oh, I've done it. Never set the bar too high. So Once but, you've cleaned properly, yeah. people know you yeah. can. The but this is, is a different level yes. of fucking evil. Yeah. Oh, I hated him, but I was too much of a coward to dump him. That's my issue. So my he self-esteem. Was you were dyeing his hair? Yeah. In with peroxide. Yeah. Was this like Eminem sort of era? These got cold on my <laughs> do you know, all I took from that was when you were doing that, the whites of your eyes showed. But oh, they do all the time. I've got Undertaker eyes, yeah. <laughs> it's terrifying, isn't it? Dong. So what I'm picking up on you is that you are lazy, you don't help out around the house, and you shit yourself on a regular basis. I want to go out with you. Have a word pod at gmail.com. Use the subject line, I want to date out. <laughs> I, um... I'm I'd, not lazy. I do my stuff, but the stuff I just don't like doing, and then like, yeah. So I'm like, eh. have you ever had a have you ever had a partner do your hair? Because your hair is good. I'll give you that. There's a lot of it. It's a little bit Iranian, but you've got strong hair. I am. Um, you can't do DIY your. I can do mine. It's easy. I I would honestly like during lockdown. I just yetied, didn't I? I just like let it grow because I would honestly like. I've had. It's actually come up on my Facebook memories today. Weirdly. I will never go to another barber unless I absolutely have to or my barber dies or goes to prison or whatever. Then I'll go to <laughs> <laughs> On his deathbed. On his deathbed. Mate, mate, I'm going to miss you so much. Can you make any recommendations about other barbers? But I went to a barber, right? <clears throat> I have to slide this photo in. So I went to a barber and then I hosted, which I've mentioned before, a Huddersfield Student Union. I'm sure we did the gig together at some point. I don't know whether you did it. Yeah. You did. So they, they did a comedy night, but then... As part of Freshers Week, Huddersfield Student Union, they were comedy night, but then on the Friday, and I'm sorry if we've told this before, a bit repetitive, but they did like a, mu a music night, and they started asking me to host that as well. So I literally had to go on and go, ladies and gentlemen, welcome. 
the next band and like they had some big headlines like Sigma did it hmm. uh, Chase and Status did it Becky Hill um, there's been some big names on it and it's set out like a they hired a like the the land of a, a manor um, they literally just plied me with ale they were like what ale do you want so I was like well I like Sailor Jerry's I like beer whatever so I turned up there was a bottle of Sailor Jerry's and a crate of Peroni like that's your drinks whatever food you want and I was like this is <laughs> that fuck. seems like a very professional rider one scouser 24 <laughs> beers <laughs> and a bottle of rum <laughs> yeah I wonder what could go wrong do you know when he pooed his pants on the snare drum that was probably our fault well I talked to my little brother one year because they paid for the hotel as well I was like can you just get me a twin room so my little brother come and we just had like a night out essentially just like every fucking half an hour I had to go on and go that was them guys this is these guys and there's a photo of me and I just had my haircut from my not normal barber now I've got quite a lumpy head right and <laughs> round the back it takes a bit of fucking you know a bit of improvisation to get the cut right so I'm stood on stage ah fuck and my arms are out like this. Oh, God. Take Why? it easy. Right? <laughs> my arms are out like this, and the photo is from behind me. So you just see the back of me with this unbelievable crowd of, like, a thousand students. And it's just a cool photo. And i just seen the... Like, all the lights are on me, right? Now, it's such a cool photo that you're just like, oh, that looks boss, that. So I just put it straight on social media. Now, my bad haircut, amplified by, like the best lights in the world yeah it looks horrendous right and there's 175 comments on this picture and they're all from Danny McLaughlin Daniel Sloss Kai Humphreys and a few other comics but it's mainly from them I will I will find the thing we'll put it up somewhere on one of the have a weird accounts or whatever um, it come up on my Facebook memories today it's um, like someone's put like the you know the nightmare before Christmas ghost guy they've put that in the back of my head it fits perfectly someone's put like a burst couch is it just because they they jabbed it like basically gave you a little Zidane spot at the back yeah like do you know why it's not too bad though as much as it was a bad haircut like you're you aren't going bald though are you no like most people most bald guys have this story except it was the beginning of the end so they're like and then there was this picture taken and now I look old and oh my god it's like a fucking magic eye it, it's like a ma- are you gonna pop this up now yeah, yeah, yeah. let's have a look let's have holy look. shit that's like a hate crime that that's like he tried to spell cunt what did <laughs> what did you <laughs> I just said to him because he was a fancy barber you know what I mean I was like go mad and he did no <laughs> Danny McLaughlin said it looks like he, I said do the sides with your razor just clip the top and just do the back with your lighter <laughs> yeah I've had that before though Paul Blair put it on a billboard nice when, when my I had to give in to the fact that my hair is naturally white so I grew it out is that, is that not dyed your hair? the pink is the toner but my hair's naturally white oh cool so I had to it took me a, a lot of confidence to try and grow it all out and I got to this this is when I was living in Brighton yeah and um and I'd grown it all out and I'd got it like I was like okay I'm happy with this and then I started a new job and they used to take the piss at me go uh, and they were like old hair young face old hair young face so I was like mm, okay well <laughs> how old were you at this point? oh this is about 10 years ago or something right <laughs> old hair old face but um, <laughs> anyway finally Lou your finally! face matches your hair oh and I went to the hairdressers and the, it, you went in it's bright and it's kooky it's like yeah whatever 
Do you want a glass of wine? Yeah, I'll have a glass of wine. Yeah, great. What do you want me to do then? I'll do what you like. And bearing in mind, it took me 18 months to grow this hair all out, pure white. And she just got this clipper and just shaved off the side of my hair. Oh, yeah. And, oh, my God. Oh, I it was the worst day of my life. And so, I, so what, like a, like an undercut just an on undercut one side? on one side, and then... This is the problem with... If you give off lesbian vibes in Brighton, they're going to give you the appropriate shit. haircut, aren't they? They're going to be like, she's one of the sisters. Yeah. But, um, and then I paid her, and I gave her a tip. Why? Because I don't do confrontation. <laughs> and I walked out of the shop, and do you know what the name of the hairdressers was called? Come. Damage. Right, nice. Nice. <laughs> and then I had to go to work the next day... With a comb over, I had to... That's why Bobby Charlton. I'd combed over the hair and just stuck it yeah. like that. And then well, that's if a I thumbnail, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I had to walk oh. on the side like that. And then people were coming over to me going, oh, we just we just want to come over to have a look at it. Oh, really? Yeah, an email had gone round. Oh, Check out Conan's hair. Nice. People just... Oh. Yeah. Yeah. These aren't problems I've ever had. You have had hair. I'm one of the first gigs I saw you at. You had hair. Oh, mate. Do you know, I got heckled by a a comedian. He was doing banter. It was one of the most brutal things anyone's ever said to me. I gave him some stick. It was meant to be friendly. Remember Rodney Marks, who started out in and around the same time as you and me in Manchester? And I gave him some friendly banter, and he went, Fuck off, Nightingale. Just accept you're going bald. (gasps) And I didn't know. And I tell you, you didn't what, know you were going bald. No, because um, it's weird when you're 22. You're like, no, I've still got it. My my spiky hair was starting like here. Mm. My forehead was fucking eight inches from eyebrow <laughs> to start a fringe. I was spiking it. I was clearly going. I look at pictures now and go, you're going bald, you fucking nana. Because I'd never had that Huddersfield Uni moment. Because I'd never seen it from the back. I was like, still got it. <laughs> looking like a fucking idiot <laughs> looking basically like a Bobby Charlton that had got really strong fucking wax yeah. so I was spiking it and he said that and you know on stage when you're doing banter with a comedian oh, oh it cut me down oh. you know and you're like oh god and I went back and I was like oh, oh, oh god and I, that was the that was the moment I realised so yeah I was completely in denial oh. for the first two years mm. of being a comedian he gave me that dig and I was like <laughs> banter and inside I was like oh, fuck fuck and I went home and yeah it, it's the way I had a there was a light in the bathroom flicked the light on and I just stood back and it just a bit like that it illuminated and I could see my scalp pink flesh I was 22 yeah. 23 years old yeah. I clipped it that day and it's never oh, never come damn. back goodbye my lover oh it's hard goodbye my oh, friend it's hard work because you look you instantly go from young whippersnapper to grandad it's a full you know what I mean like it isn't easy going bald when you're young and if it happens fucking Andre Gomez over here with his fucking luscious locks mate people dying of cancer have my hairstyle mm. it's not do you know what I mean Gail Porter has your hairstyle the thing is though you do know that like having your hair is the least of their problems yeah, I know, I, I know, I know, but it's it's one of those things. As a, as a bald man, it's <laughs> like when Gail Porter went got alopecia. Oh, that was that's a lot in it. Do you know what I mean? One minute, she bye, alopecia. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then, what? Oh, that's got to be the advert for alopecia <laughs> medicine. <laughs> Just put it on your hair, bye, alopecia. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, but Gail Porter's not getting that fucking advert, is she? Because she's still like bald as a coot. Yeah, one minute you're naked on the on the side of Westminster Cathedral. Do you remember that? When yeah, I do. Like, when she was FHM. Yeah, and then two weeks later. Yeah. She what was FHM she looks like Matt for? Lucas. For horny men. For him yeah. only. For him only. That'd be, no. that'd be FHO, like, wouldn't it? Um, for him magazine, sorry. For him magazine. For horny men. Yeah. 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 Right, good. Great, lovely. <laughs> for handy masturbation. Um, Fucking hand muzzles. Fucking hand muzzles. <laughs> Furry Hellman's mayonnaise. Fancy hand medicine. <laughs> that was oh. good. That's good. For, uh, it was originally FHM saying it was fucking hold my cock. It wasn't. But I wanted. To, I had the thought. And you don't not say it once it's coming. You know. Should we call this a pod? Because yeah. we're all just looking yeah. at each other doing <laughs> wordplay, going fucking hairy men. Uh, Luke Comron, thanks oh. very much for Fanny's here, mate. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Fanny's here, mate. Have a look at these fannies. Hey, three quid. Three quid? He's going. So what are you up? Because he's, he's going there. <laughs> he's turned off the... Fucking hairy muffs. <laughs> <laughs> Flaps hanging, Maureen. <laughs> uh, right. Uh, Lou Comran, oh. thank you very much. Thank you. Um, Thank you. What a delightful vagina-based couple of hours this has been. Uh, the well. elephant's flaps took some beating. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> hell, Mary! <laughs> you can't beat an elephant's flaps because they wouldn't feel it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the bit for after the video. Uh, um, thanks, as always, to our sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> Who's your sponsors? We've got a few. Uh, alopecia medicine. <laughs> Gail Porter's head wax. But she's only done that every four years, though, because she's. It was either that or lob her phone out the window. Yeah. Oh, yeah. call back. Oh, she's a fucking pro. Ooh. See you with the zoo at Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> There's no room in the career. Oh. We um, after after the pod, we're going to do a, a list of all the ten pound producers, ten pound patrons. So if you sign up at patreoncom slash pod and you become an executive producer, if you sign up for the ten pound pledge, we're going to be doing a list of them immediately after we stop talking. We used to here. when we when we started the Patreon, we used to do every Monday. We would give all the ten pound patrons a shout out, and it just became a bit tedious. But we need to start doing it every now and then. We want to let you know that we love you. You can sign up for three quid, five quid, or ten pound a month. It's snowballing at the minute. You becoming a proper little insiders club, and we've got a big fucking plan coming up. We've got, we're going to be playing a little prank, aren't we? And uh, if you want to get involved with that prank, we can't really say any more. It's going to be for Patreon people only. You've got India. a couple of days to sign up. Patreon.com slash have a weird pod. Go and sign up now. Luke Conran, we love you. Love you. Bye, Polybian. Bye. What is it? Bye, Lapisha. Bye, Alright lids, this is our list of £10 patrons Fuck me, we love you guys Apologies if I trip up and fuck up on your name Thank you to Top Top Lid David Kirkpatrick Christian Greenlee Dan Hinchcliffe Stevie Thorne Craig Bell Jules 
Daniel Cowan, John Charles, Dave Bell, Ash Collins, Sarah Jamie, Luke Rogan, Steph Walker, Charlie Mason, Martin Draycott, Nikki, Kieran Holmes, Joe Harris, Kieran Gresty, Bethan Farrant, Katie, Ben Hopley, Jay O'Brien, Jacob Winterbottom, classic cricketer name, Holly Show, Faux Show, Inderpal Kuna, didn't fuck that up, hopefully, Nick Hewitt, Luke Wilkins, Callum McCoy. <laughs> Callum McCloy, Landry, David Foster, Connor Oldcorn, Richard Williams, Ben Howard, Jay Butler, John Baxendale, Nicholas Musgrove, Paul Bell, Dan Kelly, Shane Fairhurst, Tom Forlong, Matt Jarrett, Geordie Hoken, Norwegian Scouser, <laughs> okay, Sean Griffith, Theobald Thyssen Tibbalt, okay, that was definitely wrong. But I think they're Belgium, so it's not racist. Scott Crimes, Nick Corton, and J-Dub Tupian. <laughs> Good. It's great reading these out because you realise you definitely are a fucking moron. Nick, Thomas Martin, Mike Smith, Vladimir Putin. Fuck y'all. Ollie Ra Vladimir Putin is a £10 patron. Whoever you are, Vlad. You're a nonce, but I love you. Ollie Rye, Tom Harding, Callum Sanders... Sorry, Callum Sanderson, Gary Hyland, J.P. Baker, Thomas Sedgwick, Elliot Thomas, Stephen Royal, Mark Kennedy, Ruth Paul, Simon Bissett, Kai, Elliot Broadwell, Bethany Griffith, James Hall, Khadija Mir. Oh, Khadija. These are old school as well. I love these guys. Tom Lazarus, John Ryan, Stephen Byrne, Kenny Gadd, Kira Tan, Sam Snook, Jonathan Bagley. This is starting to feel familiar from when we did it in the lockdown. I got into a rhythm of doing it. Uh, Max Prenty, Tom Simpson, Steph Keeling, uh, Stephen Thompson, Mark Pugh, Megan, Gareth Crump, Colin Pugh, Dan Lindsay, Jason Reynolds, Ryan Farrow, Joss, Stefan Billick. Always reminds me of a footballer, but I can't remember. Do you know what I mean? Stefan Billick sounds like he's played for Fulham, though, doesn't it? Uh, Graham Owens, Mike Pugh, Tom Twistleton, great name. Andrew Boyle, Tom Siverter, Dave Checkley, Kate Hamilton, Becky Hale, Rob Barker, Mark Hammond. Excuse me, the page is refreshing. <laughs> Sign up at patreon.com slash have a word pod. Rob Knowles, Robin Kerr, Jared Keane, Andy T, Jack Robert, Jesse, Adam, Josh Hartflusk, Michael Woods, Alex Jones, Martin, Ellen Knight, Fiona, Andy Mannix, Joseph Moore, Matt Flannery, Cade Bidwell, Emma Green, Steve Green, Donna McCauley, Amy, Maxine Air, J. Cal, Steve Boris, Johnny Edwards, Pete Graves, Tom Chadwick, Graham Cashel, Lee Aitchison, Scott Brickcliffe, Saz Green, Ian Chadwick, Kiefer Gallagher, great name, Terry Burke, Dean Cochran, Stephen D. Malone, Anthony Jolly, Sam Maguire, Kieran Woodall, Kathleen Simon, Catherine Wells, Rebecca Thomas, Chris Watson, Ian Pringle, AJ Gregson, Janet Roskell, Jason Hopkins, Barry Parsons, Barney Wood, Jill Bushell. Oh, I love Jill. How you doing, Jill? Loads of good stuff on Twitter from all of these guys. These are the names that I just recognise from like so much of the Twitter interaction. At Have a Word Pod on Twitter. Rob Upton, Daniel Plough, getting into the old G's, mate. These are all the OGs. Richard Palmer, Tom Rowe, David Everson, Anthony Duran, Sammy Taylor, Mark Hollenbach, James Fuchs, Mike Kivy, Julie Smith, Rob Bell, Kirsty Leonard, Paul McDonald, Lee Bramley, Mike Sulligan, Nathan Sharrocks, Kieran Gibson, Frank Hughes, The Frog and Bucket Comedy Club, 
Chris Jones, I'm there tonight. I'm not at Chris Jones tonight. I'm at the Frog and Bucket tonight. Louise Grimes, Mutley, Jamie Moores, Jennifer Ridding, Mike Quirk, Owen Badman, Tilly O'Hara, Chris Chubbs, Rachel Heron, Matt, Nick Stannard, Stephen Theobald, Aaron Ledbetter, Liam, Daniel Newman, John Barrowcliffe, Davina Bywater, getting better, Joanne Parr, Matt Delmain, Donatello, Texas Chili Bean, Chris Townsend, Ali Richardson, Rachel Whiteley, Sam Crow, Russell W, Danny Gilligan, Rob Shields, and the original OG, Lee Grant, the first ever £10 patron, top, top lid. Thank you so much as ever. We'll do this every once in a while to let you know we appreciate you. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you soon.